though? Wait, what no. happened? I heard Mar or not Mars. Sorry. I I mean I heard some stuff about Mars, but I heard that Ron pulled the biggest dub host move ever. He definitely did. It was it, I don't I don't know if it was the a dub host move. It was the nastiest move I've ever seen in PC history for sure though. What did he do for it, it, if if so we're talking about sorry chat if we were talking behind the scenes and we decided to go live. We were talking about the panel last night. Um, so if you have not seen that, go check that out. But what did Ron? What did Ron do? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I did too. You made it a solo one on one with Ticket versus Mars. <laughs> oh, what I gave people what they want. Then Ticket's. <laughs> my favorite part was my favorite part was, yeah, bro, you only got your friends now. One on one. <laughs> I love Ticket, man. Ticket and Mars together. That's probably best the best show on earth, man. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Mars, bro. did he get you in your uh in your uh, aggressive bag? No, I said one sentence and he lost his mind. I I, 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 I don't know. Would you ever see that? Maybe the ghost of ticket to pop back up again. I mean, what what happened was um Dub came <laughs> Dub came on the show unexpectedly. To talk about his Kareem fraudulent agenda, uh-huh. and then and then Ticket decided to say that me and Dub shouldn't talk about Kareem because we weren't alive to see him. Right? No, and no, because he he said because you're wet behind the ears. <laughs> sure. And then and then I decided that it was relevant to point out that Ticket, being born in 1982, he also didn't see Kareem in his prime, mm. and then that all of a sudden. I guess touched a nerve, <laughs> and but Mars, now, I must I must requote you again, crazy. or or just requote what happened. You said no ticket. You were born in 1982, didn't you? Repeat it too. I said ticket was born in 1982. Don't let him trick you. He never saw Kareem either. That, that's <laughs> what I said. And you talk about hitting a nerve. That, that was a, that was a haymaker. I'm not gonna lie. I just thought it was a relevant statement, but I it guess was, it, I guess it was offensive. It, it wasn't offensive, but that took it that he took that personally. That's and then funny. I, and then I, I I realized, and then I I forgot about this. I realized that that besides OG, Florida ain't watched a prime Kareem as well. So I'm just sitting here afterwards. I'm thinking, I'm like, why the hell would Fluent say if you didn't live through it, you can't talk about it? What year if was Fluent born? He was born in the like 70s. 1940. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and OG, he was born what in the 50s? Like 1840. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Fluent was born in like the mid 70s, and then OG was born in like I think like maybe late 60s, early 70s. But it was it was an amazing show yesterday. Yeah, I, I, I had fun watching it. <laughs> Mars, Mars, I see you you're trying to like hide your laugh a little bit. You, the, you and some of the stuff, man, the ticket be coming at you. I know you you find that amusing too, though. I mean, I, I find it I find it funny. I mean, people in the comments say I should defend myself a little bit more. I, I just think it's funny. So Mars, you know what you remind me of with ticket? You remind <laughs> me so let's say tickets like Mike Tyson, for instance. <laughs> You're like the guy. Our Mike Tyson or Mars is Mike Tyson. No, tickets Mike Tyson. But I'm not even gonna say you're another boxer. I'm gonna say you're like Neo in the Matrix, where he just be swinging and you just slowly just move out the way and then just be ducking like this, and it just like infuriates him that he can't hit you. So he swings even harder. I like that comparison. 
<laughs> oh my god all right a couple announcements um we are you know bro we're always moving shaking pivoting <laughs> we're always doing so much stuff with players choice ron <laughs> what are you doing to me we are always doing so much stuff with players choice we are going to yo audio listeners i know there's people who have been saying this in the comments on gridiron on any show that comes up on Players Choice, can we please get the audio versions of these shows? Very soon, you're going to be able to get all these shows, except for Fluent and Chill. They already have uh, their podcast that's up on, I think it's just Fluent and Chill or Fluent and Chill Podcast. You could find that on on all the, the platforms, all the audio podcasting platforms. Um, but other than that, all of our shows are going to be uploaded on the Players Choice podcast. So... JD, Big dub. Can we rate this uh, duo in the two top corners? <laughs> First off, what they came on the panel and did last night. <laughs> Turn the room upside down. Had the OGs <laughs> in shambles for a second. <laughs> Wait, rank- made, made, made they popped up in uniform too, man. Both had the hoodie. That was cute. Wait, hold on. So we have to <laughs> we have to rank um, right, players' watch. choice duos. Then stop. So, like, uh, each other. Stop. No, I was. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't gonna say that. But thank you, Euro. I was just gonna say throw a poll in the chat and you know see if, see if they're a five star duo, four star, three star. One star. Whatever. Oh, that's but, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's yeah. how we're ranking but, them. Got you. But got you. Ba- based on based on what they did last night, and you know, obviously based on their new Friday show, uh, the open gym. <clears throat> nah, listen, Mars is my god, man. I couldn't let. I like I like talking shit too. So it's like Ticker was talking shit. So I'm like, you know what? I want to get in my bag now too, especially if he's coming at Mars like that. Mars, you don't have to say anything. Whenever stuff like that happens, I will take the reins. Like they said, Modern Warfare Lobby. I used to love talking in the Modern Warfare Lobby, so it's definitely <laughs> fun to do. Um, I feel like that's actually where I like learned trash talking was in the Modern Warfare 2 lobbies because you had to be so quick on your feet, you know? And there yeah. were so many people in there who were like, I'm not going to say intelligent, but there were, there were some uh, witty folks on there who would just come with some heat, and it was like, Damn, you just, sometimes you just had to take your L's when when they get on your head. But I just really, like what lobbies y'all be in because the ones that I be in typically is just on some racist shit all the time. Well, yeah, there's that too. But I'm th- there's the ones where like you don't actually get that, and you get the people who are actually witty in like a genuine way, and it's like, God damn, it this got me. So uh, I, the, my favorite part about being on the show last night, all the old heads was tight. All the old heads was mad, especially when you speak the truth about somebody. They start to tend to get in their feelings whenever you speak the truth about somebody. And the truth hurts sometimes. Uh, ticket, I, I mean, not Ticket, uh, OG, I love OG, but he is slightly a bit overrated. And, you know, last <laughs> night did show that OG was on, uh, OG was getting ramboiled. By me, then low, and then Mars even got him a little bit. And I was just like, dang, it was a bad night for OG. Don't have to get into Fluent. We already know what Fluent is. Uh, <laughs> ticket, I love Ticket and everything. My only thing is just don't be coming on my man's like that. But, you know, as the first as the first time in the debut of me being on the panel, I, I, think, I, did a, I think I did a great job. Panuel? On the panel, yeah, on, on the, the panel, panel, on the on the panel, yeah. I think I think we did a great job, man, as my debut. So, Deb, I appreciate you for coming in and turning the room upside down. Like I said once again, I, I'll definitely repeat it. And making the OGs go grab their knee pads, their bin gear, all, <laughs> all, all, all of that. That's just crazy. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Shout out green goggles. Yeah, shout out to Dub for not needing praise from anybody because he'll give it to himself. A hundred percent. I will hundred percent give it to myself. Hey, hey there's gotta, gotta wrong. believe in yourself, you know what I mean? Hey, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with patting yourself on the back. No one's gonna do it for you. All right, man, let's get into some bas- basketball talk. But before that, make sure we have a subreddit. Make sure you go click on that link at the top of the chat or it's in the description of the video. Go join our subreddit. Um, and shout out to everybody tuned in live on the YouTube, Player's Choice YouTube channel, man. You guys are undefeated, and we appreciate you joining us today. Let's talk about the Suns. Warriors. Suns defeat the Warriors. Um, Clay gets ejected. And then he starts beefing with Devin Booker. That was fire. Um, but D Book leads the Suns with 34. Comments on this game, Mars. This is your Warriors. Um, our defense has been very disappointing this season. Um, I don't think it's gonna remain that way. I don't know where we rank in defense. I think we're in the bottom 10 of the league, which is um obviously our identity has been defense throughout the whole dynasty. So I think I think that will turn around. I think it's just getting all the pieces to gel. Um, Draymond, Clay, they weren't in full conditioning. Steve Kerr spoke about it, the whole team, really. So um, I'm not going to put too much stock in this or any of the regular season this far, <laughs> thus far. But um, the defense is a concern, especially in transition. Um, I mean, I did say Clay Thompson wasn't going to be the same Clay Thompson. He wasn't last season. He hasn't looked like it this season. There's still time for him to turn it around, but it's I'm not I'm not the problem with Clay for me isn't that he's missing shots. Like if you're a shooter, you're gonna miss shots. That's understandable. I had the same issue last year. It's the shots he takes that just make no sense. I don't if you're not making the easy ones, you don't then go and take more difficult ones. That's that's not how it works. You you try and get yourself easy looks to make hopefully make the rim feel a little bit bigger, and then you can start taking the tougher ones. But he seems to work in the in reverse where if the easy ones aren't falling. He wants to start taking nonsense. Wrong-legged fadeaways, these mid-range pull-ups where he looks completely off balance, but he's just throwing the ball up towards the end. And that's that's what really seems to throw me off of him. But um, I think he'll turn it around. Jordan Poole looked good. Um, Andrew Wiggins had a solid game. Steph, Steph seems to have problems against the Suns when it comes to um, losing Mikel Bridges. Mikel Bridges does a good job on job on him but i'm not going to put too much stock it was a bad loss but it happens wiseman's look good offensively this season so um defensively not really but offensively he's looked good so th- there's hope yet what do you do you think uh the drape and pool situation is kind of affecting their play um of those guys individual individually, or do you think team chemistry? AF, oh, um, because how how do you assess Draymond's performance? I think I think Dre. I mean, last night defensively it wasn't great, but overall I think he's been solid defensively. I think Jordan Poole has been a bit up and down in terms of making shots, but I think I think the chemistry hasn't been a problem for the starters. I think the bench, because it's basically a whole new bench of guys getting bigger roles. Like Dante DiVincenzo is a new guy. Kaminga Moody, James Wiseman. Yeah, he was hurt. But Kaminga Moody, Wiseman, all of those guys getting larger roles. Jermichael Green. It's just a lot of chemistry issues with the second unit. But I think the first unit and Jordan Poole has been fine. I think where we're struggling is with that bench. And Chris Poole looked decent. 
once. For once. <laughs> hey, perfect, Dub. Chris Paul. Yeah, he looked decent, but I'm not buying Chris Paul. Chris Paul's getting older with age. He's not the same way he used to. Uh, I said the contract he's on is going to soon be an overpaid contract. And, you know, he's not really going to be the same way that he which he was in the last two seasons. Uh, I've been saying this. This is probably going to be the worst year of his career from the scoring end. And they're going to really lean on Devin Booker to be bailing him out of situations. It's not really a team that I believe in right now to make a, a title run, mainly because of a CP3. Uh, D-Book is great and everything, but I don't think he's ready to take that next step to overcome some type of adversity like that, especially in the playoffs. I think, still think he has a lot to learn. Um, I'm not going to put any stakes on this game and be like, oh, yeah, you know, they beat the Warriors, so the Warriors is going to lose. No, no, I'm not with that. Like, it's just, it is what it is. The Warriors lost. The Warriors going to turn things around. And Klay Thompson, I mean, I'm not going to lie, Mars. Like, I, I think that we also have to take into account that, you know, this could be something that's in his head as well. I'm not going to sit here and say that he's washed. I could say that he's just trying to do too much, trying to make too much shots because of who he believes that he is. And sometimes you just got to be brought down to earth and be reminded that you are human. And even though you are Clay Thompson, you need to be, like you said, you need to do the correct things mm -hmm. in the game. And those correct things is not taking those mid-range jump shots, not taking those crazy-ass threes that could really hurt your game and mess up your rhythm. So I don't think he's washed. It's, mainly, it's probably a mental <clears throat> lap of him just taking all these bad shots. So I, I still got faith in Clay. I don't think he's washed, by the way, if that's what it sounds like I implied. I don't think he's washed. I just feel oh, okay. He's, still, he's, not, he's, not, he's not prime Clay Thompson. That's what I'm saying. He's not that guy. He needs, I got gotcha. you. I think he understands that, but he's not washed. Yeah, I pretty much agree with Dub on that. Um, as far as the game, it's I think it says more about the Suns than the Warriors, though. Like, it just shows how the Suns they got the potential to be a great team, but it's just not going to happen. Like, they'll they'll win games like this throughout the season, but we all know like Chris Paul's going to fall in the playoffs, and Devin Booker. I don't know if he's ready to. I don't know if he's ready to carry him yet. So, I think it says more about the Suns than the Warriors. Ron. What are you doing? Hold on. Let me unmute you. Y'all about to make me tight. And I see we about to start early today. I can never come up here and just get honest opinions from everybody. It's always this, this, and this. Why are we talking about Clay? It was other things in the game that we need to be highlighting. First off, I want to talk about Jordan Poole. Yeah, you ain't you ain't get to me yet. That's why. But go ahead. Oh, okay. You want to go first, Cheryl? No, nah, do what you do. Okay. Uh, first off, I want to talk about Jordan Poole because uh, – it's It's been a lot of talk about him and whether he's this or whether he's that. I really think Jordan Poole is nasty. Like, nasty, nasty. Like, I think he could possibly be a number one option. Bro, that handle on the wing last night, I just saw the, the clip of it it's on a string. Crazy. And the number one option... Which one, the double dribble? Mm -hmm. yeah, you know what? I, you know, I was about I to tweet that. I was about to tweet that too because yesterday. But then I was like, you know what? I don't want to sound like a hater and shit. But no. like Jordan Poole's back is deep. I ain't gonna front, man. His handle is crazy. crazy. But, no doubt, but no what doubt. is also inside that bag is a bunch of travels, a bunch of double carries. dribbles, and a bunch of carries. For like, sure, and he gets away with all that. What team? What team could you? What team could you? I'm fucking with it. I'm fucking with it. I, I like I like Jordan, but what team could he be a number one on? Number Detroit. number one was 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 I, well, he probably wouldn't be a number one on Detroit either because Cade's there. Number I number one, I just tried to say a bad team. Mm, I, I don't no, know. Number one may be a little far fetched. He might not ever be the best player on a team, 
But the mm-hmm. more po- more so what I'm trying to say is he is one of the most skilled players in the NBA. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it when it comes to skill. just handle. I mean, a lot of that. Shoot, finishing, shoot, pulling up, all of that. And another thing that I want to highlight with Jordan Poole, too, is mm-hmm. let's not forget that he, he shoots the best free throw percentage in the league. He shoots a great percentage from three, and he shoots great from, from the midi, too. So he, he, really, he really is efficient in what he does. Now, high volume, we don't know. But just from what I'm seeing on this small sample size, I feel like if, if he was to double it, I think we would, you know, he would easily be able to maintain that. And on top of that, I really do think he's their second best offensive player. And I don't, I don't think that's crazy to say at all. I think it's Steph Curry and then Jordan Poole. I'm not who's third? I'm not mad at it. Who's Anyone? Third by, offensively. Yeah, who's right. third? Who's third? Um, mm-hmm. Clay? And, oh, Andrew Wiggins. Okay. I just wanted to see. Up, what's oh, up, what's I forgot up, about Wiggs. What's up with the Clay disrespect? A couple of games? Just... Um, no, I just don't. What's going on? Uh, well, he's gonna have to show it to us again. I don't. Last last year in the playoffs, he didn't play better than yeah, Paul or, uh, or Drew. Let, let me get. Are you done, Ron? Because I want to get this yeah, off, yeah, especially because I kind of want to come to Clay's defense a little bit. When he was still out, right, and it was like you know, it was like lo- his return was looming. Everybody was like, "Oh, this shit about to go crazy," and Clay about to be back and all this now. Everybody was so hyped, you know what I'm saying? Thinking that. Like, they just set the expectation way too high. I was, to my memory, I was the only one that said, bro, we don't even know how he's going to come back. Like, pump the brakes a little bit. Let this, like, you know, work out first. Because if you out for years, you know what I'm saying, off of an injury like that, especially when it comes to a shooter that needs a lot of rhythm, you know what I mean, for his game to really be efficient like that. We don't know how long this is going to take him. And there's no, like, precedent for anything, you know what I mean? Like, some, you know, shooters that have that same scenario, whatever happened to them, that may take them only, I don't know, like half a season to get back, you know what I mean? Or maybe just, you know, one one playoff series. For Clay, obviously, it's not the case. So what I'm saying is this. I think Clay just needs more time. The reason why I'm not overreacting or saying Clay ain't the old Clay and all this other stuff or whatever is because my expectation of him wasn't as high as everybody else was coming back. I have not lost faith in him and his abilities whatsoever. If he doesn't improve going forward, you know what I mean? Depending, I can't tell you like an exact timeline and stuff like that. I'm just going to keep watching him or whatever and, and just, you know, reassess. But bro, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just giving up on clay in terms of like, okay, he's out of his prime type of shit. I think that's ridiculous, especially, you know, knowing that he came off of an injury like that, trying to reinsert reinsert himself into a championship you know, team the way that the dubs are and trying to fill the shoes of the responsibilities that he had prior to his injury. But I mean, I got, Clay's, I Clay's, Clay's in a genuine situation, though, because it's like, Clay, you really don't have to do too much. Like all you have to you, I mean, you yes, you have to come back and play defense. We expect you to do that. He was guarding Devin Booker last night, but really, like offensively, it's like Clay float around. Man, the listen, line man. What if he rhythm. doesn't feel like himself on the court? I mean, Russ doesn't feel like himself. So at that point, then it's just it's no. Nah, but that's but that's different. We with Russ, we're talking about you know him being taken out of a system, and so now his confidence is the main thing, right? Yeah. With Clay, is his ability won't allow him to do whatever he's used to doing, and that affects his confidence. So how is he going to work on his confidence, you know what I'm saying? Because his ability is not the same anymore due to the injury, due to him, like, having to still rehab a little bit more, in my opinion. So that's two different different things. One is more difficult to climb out of a hole than the other. 
Yeah, I, and, I don't think Clay's holes that deep that that, that deep to climb out of though. It's kind of like, mental like, though. You, but you're not. Well, that's only, what I'm saying. They're both mental situations. Not only but that, I'm, I'm not even trying to compare Russ. I'm just saying Clay, like he's he's a shooter, so it's more so about him, just you know. But it's but not he, just. But it's not just shooting. We used to say we used to say Clay was one of the best two way players, you know, in the league, and fact. we used to say that you know he's a lockdown defender. He used to guard mm-hmm. the best guy on the other team and all that stuff or whatever. And so now, yeah. if he's if his physical ability is not that right and the, and his shooting ability you know what i mean is affected by it. then also his defensive ability is effect, affected by it. bro his confidence no matter where he looks on the court no matter where he goes on the court is going to be affected by that because it's like damn i am not that anymore and there's a timer on this shit because this is the league dog if he can't facts, facts. if he can't if he can't you know contribute the way that they need him to contribute the way that they've been relying on him to contribute right especially with all the i mean you know how cutthroat the league is just yeah. I, don't think like... that's, I don't think that's fair, though, Euro. Like, I don't, I don't think we could just assume Clay's confidence level. Like, I maybe... don't think it's fair for y'all to assume that he's out of his prime. I don't. I never said that. I, I got Clay. I think. I think. I, I think out of all six of us on here, I think Clay's gonna be back probably more than anybody else. I just think he, he he's missed some shots. Like Clay Thompson's. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. I, but I, but once but I, I'm agreeing with you. But the only thing I disagree with is I don't. I'm not gonna just assume that it's a confidence thing. Like, I can never say that because, once again, of all the six of us up here, we all have different confidence levels. We can't just assume, you know, that we he would react the same way we would. And I'm not saying that that's how you would react. I'm just saying, you know, oh, I don't think it's fair to assume that. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe I, you know, describe it the wrong way or whatever, but I feel like I said exactly the same thing that you just said. Okay, cool. Then. We Basically, I'm just I, I'm just giving Clay more time. I'm not – and especially, right. like, yeah, when we're yeah. talking about, when, you know, this is the beginning of the season – you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got blasted by the Suns. Uh, this shit don't matter at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. what, man? We got 80 more games to go, or you know, yeah. 79 more games. Whatever. It don't. It don't, It doesn't matter. Clay said it. You know what I mean, bro? When it's time, we are gonna see what's what. I also want to point out on that note, uh, the Phoenix Suns. Right? It's crazy how they they rocked. They rocked them basically. You know what I'm saying? And the basketball community as a whole is like so unbothered by that. It's like nobody has faith in the Suns. It's just like <laughs> okay, that's, you know that's, what I mean. Euro, I wanted to add on to your point because I I can somewhat agree with you on the fact of obviously we we don't know where his mental is, but you know coming off injury, we've all come off injuries before, and like you kind of know what that is mentally. You go into it and you're like a little bit more cautious maybe you know some people might not be, but you know you, that's kind of looming over you. And then when you're not performing on top of that, uh, that can start piling on but also i think the what uh, we haven't touched on is the fact that clay thompson's role within the golden state warriors has changed so much since like four years ago it used mm-hmm. to be the steph and clay show it's now steph pool andrew wiggins now like very formidable and like very useful on offense and then clay as like a fourth option and so his roles changed so much. And so to your point, Euro, like, again, we don't know what's going on in his head, but you go from being that number two guy where you're the Golden State Warriors offense was so reliant on Steph and Clay throwing missiles from three. And now it's like we have anyone on the floor can score this thing now. And so we don't need necessarily that output that we the, that we used to get. Are Clay and Draymond worried that Steph's going to get on this LeBron and get him out of there? No, look, Stephen yeah. Curry's not like LeBron James. LeBron James will bro, do that. Now, and Steph. also, what I say that, bro, Clay is the fourth option is incredible. You don't want, right. you don't need him to go anywhere. You want that. That's amazing. So I just want to make that clear. 
that's a fact. And to go off of what Euro was talking about, how nobody's really batting an eye for the Phoenix Suns. Listen, I was, I'm not going to lie. I was batting an eye for them last year. I have faith in them. But when you win 64 games and you have a playoff uh, 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 moment, a playoff series, uh, what you did last year, it makes me off you. You have to – I know what you can do in the regular season. I know you're a top-tier team in the regular season. But now I need to see what you can do in the postseason. I need to know what you can do when yeah. all the all the chips is on the deck, the pressure's on, and how you're going to answer that. I know you're a great team. I know you have a great makeup. I know you can win games in the regular season. You could be any team in the regular season without a doubt in my mind. But in the postseason, how is that going to translate? And the Phoenix Suns last year, they showed us two different teams in the regular season and the postseason. Regular season, this is a team that I thought that they could make a finals run. And in the postseason, they showed the complete opposite of that. And that's why I can't just sit here and be like, you know what? Let me give the Phoenix some some love. I already know they're a great team, but I got to see what they do in the postseason. Yeah, and don't forget they had an internal disaster during the offseason this year as well. So <clears throat> I think uh, that With may DeAndre? be a – Yeah, I think that still might be – DeAndre and the owner. Oh, and the yeah, owner. But, oh, yeah, I forgot oh, about the yeah, owner. Yeah, I forgot about but that. also, don't forget, though, the Suns are missing uh, – well, a key piece for them. Like, you, a lot of you guys Jay, might not like Jay Crowder, but right. that was a key piece of that team. So with, with that being said, I, love Jake I want I, I do too personally <laughs> on both ends of the floor. But let's keep in mind bricks. they're gonna trade him away for somebody and get something back. So let's kind of keep a close eye on that. Something like uh, what, what though? What, what, how much value? What, how much value? Trade trade him to the Jazz for Jordan Clarkson. Shit, that. But what cool. would the, what would the Jazz do with him? Uh, wave him or what? He'll, he'll have them lose games. The Jazz, yeah, the Jazz. They're not. They're not losing games right now. Clarkson and Booker. Yeah, Clarkson is a six man. Yeah, when when Booker's not on the court, you still have someone who can go get their own shot because Chris Paul's not doing that anymore. Right, for sure. Need right, but what I'm saying though is like a caliber. Even if he is the six man, like Jordan Clarkson, like you know, even though he may not start, he will play the majority of the game and he will finish the game. And so, like you'll have uh, Booker and Clarkson on the court at the same time. Like, how do you? Like there's going to be a lot of overlap, yeah. not oh, just that. not just in style of play or like you know in terms of like ball sharing, but like but Jordan, just the minutes they they're going they're going to spend a lot of time on the court together. Do you think that's going to work? I'm not worried about that. He's played time with Donovan Mitchell. If he could play time with Donovan Mitchell, he could play time with Devin Booker. I don't think that's a case that needs to be worried about. I'm, I'd be more Are we comparing about Donovan Mitchell to De- uh, Devin Booker now? Yeah, they're very comparable. They're not. And I was going to get into this. I was going <laughs> to let y'all breathe. Y'all know, y'all know what time it is. Y'all, y'all, like, stop playing. y'all knew this was coming. Hey, the best shooting guard in the league, and he's proven it so far up to this point. Pat your Mavs up, JD. Woo! Sent, hey, sent Luca home crying. I ain't saying much. 30, I mean, hey, you... he's, he's averaging 32. Dropped 35 on the Clippers. Whoa, oh, oh. Ooh, wait, shit. wait. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's let's rewind, let's backpedal. It's ironic. Last show, Dale come up here praising PG. Talking about PG's better than better than Jesus, better than Kawhi, best player on the team. Better hey, better better than any shooting guard in the league. Mars and Dub up here clashing heads talking about uh Donovan Mitchell and whoever else. I'm sitting here arguing with you guys. Tooth and nail. Devin Booker is him. Devin Booker's this. Devin Booker that. The chat. Oh, shut up, Ron. Shut up, Ron. <laughs> what are you talking about? Devin Booker's not this. Devin Booker's not that. And what does he do that night? Lo and behold, he happens to play PG. We're talking about PG the whole show. Little did we all know they were going to play that night. 
What Bro, is he we doing? Just, we just said we don't care about no early season, regular season games, man. But we're talking about Paul George versus Devin Booker. I'm not talking about the Suns. I'm talking about Paul George versus Devin Booker. What so happens? Ju- so just because they match up together and one person performed better, does that automatically make them First better? First off, he's, he outperformed them last season. He outperformed them in the season before that. The OKC season, yes, Paul George outperformed them. But even then, like, what? so what are we supposed to judge it on, Dub? I mean, we got what, is, judge it what off, are we supposed to judge it on? Like, judge, seriously, ju- judge it off the body of work. Judge it off of what they do for okay, the whole I'm season. Don't sit here and say, don't sit here and say, oh, he matched up against him at this point in time, so then he could automatically be better than this guy. That doesn't so, make any sense. So, in the in the postseason, I think Paul George was having a, a better series, if not the same series, in the postseason as a uh, as a Devin Booker. Correct. Paul so George is going off when they play against each other, and Devin Booker gives Paul George. 35 on 13 for 21 shooting. You and know Paul what, George, Ron? You know Paul Ron, George scores 16 and shoots 11 shots, but man. he's the best player on the team. You know what? Shoots I want to see. Shots. Nah, what, let me not. What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say? You're supposed to say Devin Booker had a great game and Paul George underperformed. No, I'm going to say what I've been continuing to say. Devin Booker is better than Paul George. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. You're going to be by yourself. Yeah, uh, and Devin. I am by myself. And he outperformed him last night. He's going to continue <clears throat> to outperform him through this year and continue to prove to you guys that he's the best shooting guard in the NBA, whether you guys want to believe it or not. He's not even the best shooting guard in the NBA. That round, that title is definitely in – you could debate that between him and Donovan Mitchell. Nah, we do not want to talk yes, about that. I promise nah, you we do not. Nah, you could for sure. That. You talk about no, 30 points. You, you talking about averaging and what he's averaging. Bro, Donovan Mitchell's averaging 30 points as well, and he's averaging, I think, like nine or eight assists right now. So let's not act as if it's like a crazy thing to say that Donovan Mitchell is not better than him. All I'm saying is I think those guys are in the same tier of each other. And then we're talking about a Paul George, a guy who could carry on the scoring load, a guy who's a high-level defender as well, a guy who could play make a little bit as well. I think a healthy Paul George, I'm not going to say, say Paul George ain't better than him off of these first three games. Like, come on, man. I'm not do that. Off these three games, we got a whole body of work for Paul George. And, and Paul like George still, rebounds, and, he plays defense. Paul George was even the, the limited <laughs> games, even the limited games he was having last year, he was having a crazy impact on Yo, the Clippers and willing them to how good they were, bro. You're not gonna do that. Like, like I said last show, when Dale came up here ca- caping for him, all on Paul George jock and draws after that 40-point game. And like I said, the game before that, I'm like, this is my thing with Paul George. You score you score 14 points. Opening night. Then you come the next night, you have 40. Yoo-hoo, hooray. Then you turn around the very next night after doing that. Everybody's high on you, Paul George. And you come back against the Suns and lay an egg and score 16 it points happens. on 11 shots. It happens. No, bro. My Devin thing Booker's, co- Booker's no, going to have my, a game my, like that too, bro. It, no, it, it, it absolutely happens. But this is what I'm saying, though. If you're the best player on your team, you go over broke. This is the mama mentality we be talking about. And this is what I be saying with, with Paul George. I don't know if he quite got enough of that umph. Like, bro, when you're when you are the best player on your team, you come and but you I don't want to do this bro, shot with his mama, wait, mama listen, mentality. Listen, listen, hold on, listen, man. And if hold Booker on. got the mama Bryant. mentality, what has that gotten it's him? Because Kobe to Bryant. me, if he has if he is one of those, you know, few selected guys that has the quote unquote mama mentality, he is at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to that. Because what has he won? Because he hasn't done anything that PG has done in the in the playoffs. And I'm talking about what has PG done? I'm talking about fucking in in the end. 
And then also, and then also, <laughs> Paul, yo, what, 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 what? Booker in one season cleared anything that Paul George has done. Paul George, no, no, also that, Booker, no. Booker ain't yo, snap his that, leg in half. That, Booker that, also ain't snap his leg sure, in half and then sure, fucking no, come back and sure. still but was come a lead. Booker come don't on. play defense the way that PG does. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, close. Like, and let's not disrespect what Paul George did on the Indiana Pacers and facing a super team. Yes, and PG never had, never had support. "Quote unquote support like Booker has in CP3. So those so those Indiana teams weren't crazy. Those huh? Indiana teams weren't crazy. They had four All Stars or three. Roy Hibbert was All Star. Are they all the caliber and as impactful as CP3? Yes or no? And if you're about to bring the collective, the collective of those guys, because all we all we talk about Kawhi is him being on the bench or him low damage and being in street clothes on the side. So don't even go. Don't even go. Kawhi better than PG. Those teams, those teams were all better than that Suns team that went to the that went to the finals. Wait, why are we the Pacers team and the Clippers team? Paul are George we, has been in a much better situation than, than Devin Booker. Hold on, are we and talking about all time? Ron, are you calling Devin Booker be better than PG all time? No, like, why no, are we bringing up the no, Pacers? No, what no, is no. that noise? No. Because Yo. Hold on. What the hell? Who was that? Dub? No, it wasn't me. I promise you. I heard it too. What <laughs> was that? It was crazy. Um, it wasn't me. All right, Ron. Sorry. It was me. That was my attempt to mute Ron because he was spewing that bullshit. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand what's such bullshit. For me to say that Devin Booker right now is better than Paul George. And right now, team. what? Since like since yesterday? Okay, yeah, he, he had a better no, game than him yesterday. Season. All right, I got since you. Last season. And Jay, Jay, the reason why we brought up the Indiana year because Ron said that. What Devin Booker did, I'm assuming in that finals run, was yes. more impressive than what Paul George has done. Yes. And, Euro, and hold on, hold on. And what Euro did, he hit it right on the money. The Pacers team was good. I'm not going to sit here and say that they asked. But I think that the, the Phoenix Suns team, especially having I, – I do think that CP3 is not the same. But having the dynamic of a CP3 even at an older age is still better than what Paul George had in that Indiana Pacers run. He still has a DeAndre Ayton. He has a Mikael Bridges. He has a nice bench. Like You're not going to sit here and act as if – the Phoenix Suns supporting cast is not better than the fucking Pacers. For Ron, sure. Here's the thing how you even know this. The Phoenix Suns went to the finals in the West, you know what I'm saying, today, basically, in this in this day and age. And the Pacers, they Mars. didn't even make the, make Mars, the finals was, in the Mars, East. Bro, oh, come on, Mars. Ron, though, you're all, it, was, it was bronze East, though. You're all, that was, that was, that was bronze East, though. But no, he was taking as Ron and Wade and, and, and Chris Bosh. Hey, Ron, the greatest oh, I need, I need, and he was I taking the super Mars. team to Mars. game seven. And, and he, exactly, he, he, them, he almost took them down. So come Mars, on, man. Mars, can I, can I, can I get a cosign? Mars, I've never got a cosign from you, but anybody else will get a cosign. Can you not chime in and say, "Oh, well, they beat it. They beat an injured West. The Nuggets were injured. The 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 Clippers were injured. This the Lakers were injured." Can I? Th does that not fall into play? Because when I start saying that, then you guys will use that against me. Oh, well, the West was crippled, so that's why Devin Booker made it to the finals. Now, but now that doesn't come into play. No, nah, y'all suck on the Warriors one last year because the West was crippled. I didn't know you were asking me. Mars. Okay, but um, you guys are now. Now we're trying to big up the Suns and say that oh, their team is better than than these teams and this team. But when I big them up, it's because the West was injured, and that's the only reason that they went to the finals. Point I'm the point I'm trying to make is it's no way that that Suns team was better than the Pacers, and it's no way that that Suns team has been better than any of these Clippers teams. And that's and that's it. But I'm not. We're not comparing teams. We're comparing players. It's Paul George and Devin Booker. And the fact and still remains so, that Devin Booker ain't—he can't tie PG shoes. Bro. Okay, for sure. Well, well, what what shoes are PG wearing? 
own. Yo, hold on. <laughs> We've gotten so Look far past own. this. No, We've gotten so far past this, but right. I want to point this out because Ron was talking about the PG Devin Booker matchup. T Hoodie point out, Ron, didn't we talk about context last night? PG was coming off a game where he scored 40. It was a back to back. Man, this this nigga is a fucking basketball player. We talk about context matter again, Ron. Y'all better get up, get the fuck up out of here. Context matter again, Ron. a professional basketball player. You better go out there and and hoop. Make context matter. All right, I remember. Remember that back to back, Paul George. Yo, put a remember that. Remember that. Listen, back to back. Ron, I gamble. I gamble, bro. If a team's going back to back, I'm, I'm. I'm going for the upset a lot man, of the times. Man, all right. So, uh, so if that's the case, he just shouldn't have played. They don't say nothing. What's your, if what's that's your the record, case, Terrence Mann should have should you started. Do that? And he should have benched him like Paul George or like like Hawaii. Come on, man. I don't want to hear this shit. At he, least he played a back At least back. Paul George will play a back-to-back. <laughs> um, there's one bozo on that team who won't. Uh, let's get to some super chats, and then I want to talk about the uh, the Mavs-Pels game. Assists. How high Yo, can Katie hey, go hey, in JD, scoring I'm about, all to, time. I'm about to just go home and take my takes off because I'm on a back-to-back show. I was just on a panel last night. After that, we did a college football show. I don't know if I can make it through this show. Ron, you're a bozo for trying <laughs> to even compare that to playing basketball, you moron. God, it's a back-to-back. It's a back- Yo, these shows are exhausting. It's, it's a not about that, Ron. It's <laughs> not about it's, that, Ron. What's it about? Well, he's he's a professional basketball the context, player. The context of what she was speaking in, you're, you're complaining about him having a bad game after just scoring 40, and you're not understanding the – Human aspect of basketball, bro. Dup, you're playing I, a back to back. I know that what in soft, my college bro. conference we used to play back to back nights. What do you? I I'm, I know. This I know what you I mean. I know what you mean. But bro, there's uh, uh there's cases where playing a back to back game, the teams are tired. They're not going to be taking it as seriously as everybody else is going to. So they're going to be chilling some of the time. So That's why upsets series? happen. So he didn't play, he didn't I'm not going to say, I'm not yeah, saying that. Ron, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying, Ron. I'm just saying it? for a back to back game, bro. <laughs> That's where upsets happen. That's where teams are putting the gas off the pedal because they're tired, especially if they're traveling. All we're saying is you can't just can't sit and say he's stinking up the field, bro, especially when it's in a regular season and he's coming off of a back-to-back game. It's a nasty context, Ben, bro. I'm this sorry. This is such a soft-ass air, bro. We're moving. We're this, moving. This we're moving. We're moving. We're moving. We're moving. We're moving. We're moving. Yeah, I wow. agree. Kawhi Leonard. Assists. <laughs> How high can KD what? go in scoring all time? What? Where's he at right Where's now? Where's he at right now? He just passed um, he, Alex English, I think. So he's in that 20th. I don't know. It all depends on how healthy he stays. Honestly, um, so. I, he's, on, he's on 25K right now. He's not going to catch Melo. Okay. I mean, I think this is just a math equation, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many points does he average over his career? How many? How how far do you think the drop-off is going to be? How many more years do you think he has left? And how far ahead? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how many points? Like, it's just a math equation. But, you know, just like knee-jerk reaction, gut feeling type of shit, I, you can crack top 10 probably. Easy. That's KD. Without MC knowing any 10? of this. Wait, top 10? You're talking about total points scored. He need, he, only needs, he, needs, he only needs 2,000 to get to top 10. He could get that this season. Oh, oh okay. okay. It's, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, yeah like, oh, yeah. He, he's 3,000 behind Melo. He's in ninth. Oh, yeah. He could hit that. Oh, he yeah. He's, he's pushing Melo to the 10th spot. I think he can pass Shaq, who's on 28.5K. So, that'll put him in eight. He has to to pass 30K to catch Will. Do you think he'll hit 30K? He could. 
he needs 5k that's maybe like three more seasons at like 25 a game if he stays healthy mm-hmm. so okay. it's possible how long do we uh do we think uh Caddy can play or will play how old is he now 34 35 he's 30, he's 33 now 34 just turned 34 i should i'll give him at least five more solid seasons and then yeah. another two or three where he's really going to be able to you know score in bunches yeah, five, yeah, six dropping years. Off for crazy. sure in bunches. Five, six years. Yeah, I think, yeah, KD, KD damn near going to shatter 30,000. 30, because I it's don't like, think so. It's tough. He's well, not, he, does. Does, he gets hurt a lot. He gets hurt a lot. He, That's what I'm counting sure, for. He for sure does, but you got to act, you got to factor in postseason too. I'm assuming like if it doesn't work with the Nets, KD's going to go to a, a option that's still good. He's still going to always have that three-point line where he's always going to be a sniper. So when he goes to a good team, He's always he's he's more than likely gonna get good looks. How Euro just said he's gonna score in bunches. I don't see KD ever in his career averaging anything under 18. So it's like for the next five, six seasons, let's just put in 18 a game. And you can and you can you can punch it in on a 50 game scale, dub. And it's like I hope that's, so. There's still hope a lot so. of points. I don't I don't want to go into debate in this. I just want to ask a question. Do you guys think that KD will ever come off the bench in his career? Or do you think he'll retire before that? No, he'll come off the bat, but maybe I don't know. It may be like a mid-season thing, you know, where they start him off as a starter, and then who just knows, man? Just because he's knows? like tapering off, you know, man. He's a, he loves basketball. That's all he loves. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, why wouldn't he want to come off the bench if he gets to play? Like, no, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Know? Just just curious. Um, also, if you haven't paid the entry fee, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. MC Robinson, since Halloween is coming up, I want to know from the panel, what is your favorite Halloween candy? Does anyone like candy corn? Bro, what? I don't Love celebrate. Candy corn. I don't celebrate Halloween. Me so, either. Never did. And I've, I've never did trick-or-treating either. That's I did it once. It was overrated. Snickers is my favorite. In Twix. Close JD, we, we had a we talked about extensive this. Uh, conversation about this. Yeah, we did. Uh, it was heat. Uh, Brian Guerra. Think it makes Ticket mad that he can't best Mars. Ooh, shots fired. Christopher D. Ron had me tight as a host. When Ticket was trying to get Mars yesterday, all he did was gaslight the situation. Do better backing your people. Respect the Dove for standing his ground last night. Isn't Ticket technically his people too? That's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, I'm a host on the panel. I'm not a host <laughs> for Mars up there. <laughs> even, even though Mars, Mars, I love you. But I'm like, it's a debate show. And y'all want me to try to save Mars. Mars had Dub and Chill trying to save Mars him. don't need and, saving. And, Mars and probably got the biggest say. fucking clip in, uh, exactly. of all the panel, man. Mar- here, here Mars keep is. It real. <laughs> Mars is out there with a KD bag. And y'all want me to. What y'all, <laughs> y'all want me to be what? What? Kyrie, y'all, y'all want me to be Steph? Like, Mars is okay. Uh, Shanny, amazing show. Keep up the good work. Hashtag PC goaded. Shanny, appreciate you. All right, let's talk about this Mavs Pels game. Pels beating the Mavs by two without B.I. Zion and Herb Jones. What? You no, know what? I would like uh, to say something. I would like to say something about Ron. Effect, Ron. Can y'all stop doing the L host for Ron, bro? Ron does the best he could. You feel me? Like, y'all get mad when he tries to control the situation. He'd be like, oh, let's take a talk. Let's take a talk. And then when he lets take a talk, it's like, oh, now he's not doing enough. It's like, yo, cut it out, bro. He's doing a great job. The only gripe I had with you, Ron, last night is that when Was I when you finish your take. No, when people <laughs> address me on something, you just didn't allow me to rebuttal it. 
That's no, I did that one time and we had to move on because we talked about Kareem for three hours. No, nah, we had other Rudy topics Gobert. we had to get. It was in. the Rudy Gobert. That was it. That was it. Oh, that was okay. all I was mad. Other than that, you was fine. You did the best you could, especially controlling a, a panel like that. Like, come on, bro. Y'all gotta no, get off my No, man. I'm, I'm an ill host. Can't Whatever wait to get is happening. That, that is entertainment, man. I was entertained thoroughly from top to bottom. Ron is definitely still an L host. I don't know what you're talking about. That nah, um, Ron is the W host. You know that. I agree, JD. Pel- Mars, Mars a close second. Pel- I, I even throw myself in there. JD, you all the way at the bottom. That's Jesus. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to retire, bro. Good luck. Hey. Yeah, see, L host mentality. You see that? He out of there, man. He can't handle the pressure, baby. Uh, oh, wait. Let, let, let somebody else host today. Go ahead, Euro. You got Shut it. up, Dub. Um, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Pels, <laughs> Pels by two. Zion, B.I., Herb Jones out. Um, and also the Pels. Eight out of the nine players who saw the floor scored in double digits. The Mavs only had three players in double digits, and all three of them, Dinwiddie, Wood, Doncic, all scored like 20-something apiece. Uh, brutal, brutal, brutal. Um, thoughts on this game? <laughs> that's the Luca effect. Talk about this game, bro. I mean, you go that's, first. That's, that's, the, Lu- that's, the, that's the Luca effect, JD. What's the Luca effect? What, yeah, what is the Luca effect? That's the Luca effect. When you when you when you shoot thirty shots to get thirty seven, and then Christian Wood shoots ten shots to get twenty three. Maybe Christian should shoot some more shots. That's what I was talking about the other day. Like, oh. Uh, it don't make no sense. This Luca, all he do is just shoot the ball. Well, I'm not he gonna lie. A lot, I'm not gonna hold you. A lot of that time, it came from the fourth quarter when they was trying to, you know, make a comeback. And on top of that, like other guys are getting burned. Like Spencer Dinwiddie had a couple buckets. Uh, Christian Wood was Dub, going what off. Do you in mean the third K- he scored 21 in the first quarter, didn't he? Who? Luca. Yeah, he scored 21 in the first quarter. Okay, so what are you talking about? Yeah, so what are you talking about? Most of it came in the fourth quarter when they were trying to come back. No, I'm talking if about the sc- shots. I'm talking about the shots that he was trying to put up. I'm talking about he was forcing shots in the late in the late in the game, and that's why that kind of like that thirty shots. Dub, kind of got Dub, is Luka, Dub is, is Luka trying to score or is Luca trying to win? Luca's trying, trying to win. win Luca's try, trying to win. Let's not act as if he's not giving people to burn. And, and I see him plenty of times on the court giving the ball to Spencer, giving the ball to Wood, giving right. the ball to Tim Luka, Hardaway. Dorian Finney-Smith. Luca is a great Smith. talent. Luca is a great talent. But I'm saying though, is he trying to score or win? Luca's the type of cat that would rather have a hundred percent of ten thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Instead of ten percent of a million dollars. He don't, That's not true. He, he don't. He not don't, at he all. Don't, he want. He want his own cake. He <laughs> wants his own not, cake. That's he, not he don't, true. He don't want to win. Luca want to score. Bro. That's not. That true. is not true. He plays. He plays hey, around. I've been wrong. I've this, been wrong this is, before. There's this false, this is false stigma about Luka Doncic as if he's not a team player. That's not the case. He shares the ball with the people on the court. Spencer gets off. Even Jalen Brunson was getting off. Christian Woods getting off right now with him being on the same court at the same time. The thing with Luka Doncic that I've seen that he does, where he does what you're talking about, is in mm-hmm. the fourth quarter when he tries to be Superman. He does that a lot because he wants to be Superman like a Kobe, like a Melo. So that's where I say he's forcing shots with like. But but like, dub but dub context matters. Yeah. Last year, when Luca was dishing the rock, they the Mavs were ranked first in like open three point shots. They had like the least contested three point shots. So in mm-hmm. it, but they just weren't making them. So Luca is passing the ball. So at what point 
it has to be the fourth quarter because he's got to close out the game. At what point is he supposed to take over? If he doesn't take over, you're going to kill him for that. So he has to try and take over if they're not hitting their shots. Now, granted, if if somebody else is going off, he's going to feed them. But this is this has happened for the last three years now. Yeah, and we I want to critique him for it. I just don't get it. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think there is a false stigma, and like you said, he gets people open. He he passes the ball. He allows people to be themselves. And in the fourth quarter, which everything is highlighted, you see him forcing up all these shots in the fourth quarter, and you think that this is a whole dynamic of his game, which is not true. Why right. are we putting all this on Luca though? Because I feel like if the fourth quarter is where they, you know, kind of have to improve, shouldn't that be partially on the coach? Or if not, you know, mostly on the coach? If the offense is getting stagnant and the defense is very, you know, they can very easily zero in on Luca because that's what they got going on, right? They just pass him the ball and expect him. I, I will say this. I only saw Luca once this, uh, this season. You know what I mean? Only one of the games. And it wasn't last yesterday or whenever they played. So I, I really can't speak on that, but. No, I think I'm that's asking sure. y'all for asking y'all for the, you oh, know the ones that have have seen the game. Here's the thing, Euro is like it's you're not it's very similar day night in and night out that they don't. Here's I guess what I would critique the Mavs on is that they don't really change up their play style much offensively. Um, it's kind of the same type of offense. It's not like super. Uh, spe- they never really speed up. They kind of just play at the same speed all game and like every game. What they need to do is change of pace. That's one of the critiques I would say is that um, they need to. Yeah, that's not what at, you're going to get from Luca. Though. Changing the pace, right? I and I get that. Um, but even when he's not on the floor, like we're still not running, running, changing the pace. That's what I'm saying. It's like the Mavs as a whole. They're slowing the game down, right? Well, they're just not speeding it up. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, I think it's not that's really slow, but you know, at times it is for sure. I, I don't think that's a bad thing to do, though. I think slowing the game down and being composed is actually something that's beneficial on why you guys are playing so well as well. It helps your defense not get caught in transition buckets. So I, I think that pace of play is perfectly fine. Yeah, but so not not for the duration of the game, Dub. Like, Dub, how, Dub, how are you playing well if you lose to a Zionist Bi? Right, that's. A, Pelicans team, but let's be real. I mean, like, it's, it's one game. Let's yeah, not it's react one to that. game. Yeah. I will say this though: I don't. I wouldn't consider them being well composed because, I mean, you know, you know, my main gripe with Luca, right, is his complaining, and his sure. complaining is not just like him talking to the refs. Like he takes literally seconds off the shot clock, defensively, offensively as well. It gets to the point where he will complain up and down the court, meaning that, you know, if he's on the, if he has the ball in his hands or whatever, he goes to the basket, he thinks he's getting fouled or whatever, and the, and the call never comes, he will stay on the floor, he will get up, you know what I'm saying, he will chirp at the ref, jog back, you know what I'm saying, and if, if it gets, quote-unquote, egregious in his mind, then he'll, you know, he'll take the ball out the net or, you know, somebody else, he, you know, and he'll walk it up and continuously talk to the guy as opposed to initiating the next, the next possession. Like, I, I just... That, that's my main thing. So when we're talking about speeding up and, you know, talking about, you know, pace, I think that contributes, in my opinion. I wouldn't want to have a teammate like that because it's like, bro, are we here to argue? Is this a is this a fucking – is this player's choice or is this the Mavericks? No, nah, I, I feel you, but, I mean, you got to take – you just got to take your best players for – uh, well, I guess you just got to take the players for whoever they are. If that's Lucas' flaw, he has to work on that, you feel me? But I, I think that the good outweighs the bad, you know? 
And to answer your question, what you asked for about it being a coaching issue, uh, especially in the fourth quarter, listen, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to lean on your stars. You're supposed to lean on the Luka Doncic to bail you out of situations. Like, that's what you're supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not – yeah, for sure. I think the main thing I had a problem with Jason Kidd last night was him taking Christian Wood out after having that amazing third quarter run. I don't know. Yeah, Dub. I don't know um, what that what the deal is with that. I am uh, making a huge assumption here with absolutely no basis. I mean, for the exception of he's new to the team, is that he's he's just doing that so that he puts it in Christian Wood's head of like you have to earn my trust. That's the only thing I could think of, because why would you do that? I mean, 8 for 10, 3 for 3 after a quarter like that, I don't know how you earn somebody's trust after well, that. That's just, earning, that's earning trust closing out games. Like, you can have 20-something points, but, like, closing out the game is, like, wh- wh- how do you perform in crunch time? It's there. There is a difference, but, you know, when you have a hot hand, I just – I don't know. I don't get it. But we don't have to talk about that game anymore. I want to talk about uh, Luca specifically – this season, 32 points, 35 points, 37 points, um, damn near averaging a, a triple-double. But more importantly, Christian Wood, 25-12 and 12 on 50% shooting, 25-8 and 8 on 60% shooting, 23-6 and 6 on 80% shooting. That's can efficiency. Please, Let him shoot the ball. Can we please talk about uh, Christian Wood in Mars? I want to talk specifically to you. Why did you not think that this was going to work? He he isn't as bad defensively as I thought he would be. Try to so, tell you, Mars. Yeah, I can I can say I was wrong. I, I accept I was wrong about this. I thought Christian Wood would be a bad fit, mainly due to the defense. He hasn't been a bad fit. He's been a great great fit. He's gonna win six men of the year if he doesn't start playing like this. Easily. Um I don't know why he didn't wasn't on the court down the stretch. Maybe it was for defensive issues. I don't know. Maybe he wanted Kleber's switchability on defense. I don't know what the thought process was. But yeah, so far Christian Wood has proven me wrong. So I have to apologize to Christian Wood. I wasn't familiar with the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to apologize. Yo, let me ask you this. Um, Maxi Kleber or Christian Wood for shooting threes? Like pick and pop mm, situations and stuff. I I would take Kleber. But I think I think I think Christian Wood because I thought Christian Wood was a good um, shooter in Houston, so I think he's a very good shooter. So I'd probably take him. Plus, yeah. he can create his own shot. I mean, that is that's valuable. It's, in some way. Yeah. it's would you would you want both of them on the court at the same time? Let's say uh, um, Luca, Timmy, Kleber, and and Wood at the four and five, and then whoever you know whoever Dinwiddie. else at the two or three. Dorian, Dinwiddie, yeah, or Dorian, yeah. Yeah, I would rather Spencer at the two in. Dorian Finney-Smith at the three in that situation, but um, I think it could work. Somebody just had a fire chat, and I, I love it. They said, so you're wrong about Wood in four games, but you're not wrong about the Blazers in four games. Like I told you. Like I told you. Oh, yeah, bro. Portland we're we're, we're going to talk about that. We're That is literally yeah, but, next. Because I, I, one thing I don't like is how when – so, like, like girl, how you told me a second ago, um, don't, don't overact. It's just one game. So, what are we supposed to just wait – we can't. We're not supposed to talk about it till thirty games from now. No, no, we can talk about it. I'm just saying it's like you. You will find yourself, you know, exposed to a lot of like you know, you exposing yourself to having a bad take. If right. you know what I mean, because thirty around. games from now, this is going to look much, much different. It, it might not age well, now, but it's it's a then, good take right now. Well, here's the thing: thirty games from now is going to be more closer to 
you know what I mean? Like the team, what the team has shown you, this is going to be mm-hmm. more closer to who they actually are than, you know, right now. Because <laughs> who's a team Who's a team that's like three and one or like four and one or four and oh, some shit like that is absolutely ass, though. The Jazz. Like, the Hornets. Hey, yeah, but the hold jazz. on, though. Hold Hornets. on, though. Hold you see on. what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. I'm not going to hold you. JD, are we going to talk about the Jazz? We can talk. We can for sure talk about the Jazz. I want to hit these super chats and then talk about the Blazers first, and then we can talk about the Jazz immediately after that. For sure, because I'm curious to hear about the Jazz. No, I'm curious to hear your hear your take. You like the the way they've been playing, right, Ron? We'll get there. Oh God, (laughs) Uh, Jamal Williams, shout out Bubble MVP Dame, (laughs) iOS Inc. Bro, comparing a wing shooting percentage that shoots a high volume of threes to a big man. What does De'Aaron Fox like doing if Luca just likes scoring? Man Johnson, they, y'all, they, they could both be true. I mean, shit. De'Aaron <laughs> need to step his shit up too. De, uh, Boss Man Johnson, y'all pick and choose when to bring up complaining because literally everyone does it just like he does. Boss Man Johnson, here's what I'll say: I agree with you. Everyone complains the NBA, but <clears> Luca <throat> does complain a little bit more than than most people like. And this is coming from a from a Luca, bro. It is it is bad. It's He's like. LeBron. He's it is ball. bad, man. Okay. Um, so he he definitely has some like maturing to do in that sense, and I hope that he comes around. Otherwise, it's like, geez, at what point is it just detrimental? And uh, yes, Bossman, and yes, LeBron complains, and we're on on LeBron's head about that too. Bossman Johnson with the follow up super chat. I promise the Blazers are fools gold, which brings us perfect little segue into the Portland Trailblazers, currently four and zero, standing alone as the only undefeated team in the West. Are you guys double start with you? Are you buying or selling the Trailblazers hype? Yes, sir, broski. You feel me? <laughs> I think that, yo, listen, I, I told you guys, bro. I told y'all Damian Lillard is really one of them guys in this league, bro. Anthony Simons compliments him well, the same way CJ McCollum did. Jeremy Grant, I'm not going to lie. Jeremy Grant has been playing well. I will give him that. He has been playing very well. I did not think he would be a good piece of that, but he's actually playing him extremely well. Uh, just, yo, bro, it's just phenomenal to see Dame back in action killing anthony simons had an unbelievable game against Denver nuggets he was going crazy in that third quarter run um the offense is high powered it's just amazing to see they'll make the playoffs for sure but i mean that's as far as they'll go that's what the Pilton trailblazers are you know they're a great team good playoff team but they won't make anything of it as far as you buying or selling this playing that's <laughs> playing bobby um, they're yeah, playing. They they run the playing. I think they'll be playing team. Euro. We'll be, we're better than them though. Yeah, they're, they're not. <laughs> they're not. Uh, they're not doing anything in my opinion. But um, it, they will have everybody's attention. I think they'll have a whole bunch of people rooting for him because you just love Dame. Period. And mm-hmm. then you know the way that he's bouncing back. I mean, it's it's just dope to see. And then. And is bro, not- you you say you love Dame like you love both of those guys equally at this point. Anthony yeah. Simons is insane. Ron, uh, I think you guys are heavily, and I've been saying this. You guys are heavily looking over what the Blazers can do. Now, I I've made a couple takes about the Blazers. I I told you guys that the Blazers were better than the Mavs. And I'm not saying that based on these games. Yes, it is based on that. But I said that before the season started, that they're better than them. 
Reason why? Because Dame gives you the same production, more or less than Luka. You have that star player that can fill up the stat sheet. But then when I look at the role players after that, the Blazers have a better core around their super think the Mavericks do. The Mavericks yeah, but- still a lot of questions like, oh, well, can Christian Wood sustain this? Is Dinwiddie going to continue to do it? And then after that, it's like, well, can Kleber hit threes? Can, can, can JaVale hold it down the key? Can this, this, and that? The Blazers have legitimate players. I'm going to start with Anthony Simons. Y'all laughed at me when I said this during the summer. Hi, Bobby. When I said that Anthony Simons is a better fit next to Damian Lillard than CJ McCullum. I even went as far as saying that at, at, I said Anthony's better than CJ. Y'all might not agree with that. Y'all don't have to. I think Anthony's more dynamic than CJ McCullum, and he's a better fit next to Dame. So far, that's aging well. So far, <sighs> Anthony, I told you guys Anthony is a baller. Secondly, I said Nurkic is a top 10 center. Once again, got laughed off the show. Whatever. I'm Yo. not gonna go into I'm not I'm not gonna get into Nurkic, but no Nurkic get is, into Nurkic, Ron, because I might be here with you, bro. I, I watched I, their last game and I was watching Nurkic. I'm like, but I don't is it just that he's been playing with Dame for so long that like they are so on the same page that he's making him look better than he is, or is he nah, really just is nasty. turning Nurkic up Nurkic like is definitely nasty? Top ten he's center. Nice. He just, he just, he just, he just, he just, like, he just hasn't stayed healthy. Yo, Ron, I might, better than Nurkic. I might be. He, he just better, hasn't Ron. been healthy. That's the only problem he, with Nurkic. Nurkic's got game. He can shoot the three. He's a, he's a good defender. And on top of that, when he gets the ball, because it's hard to get the ball with Dame, CJ, or Dame and Anthony and everybody else that's on there. But when he gets the ball, he can finish and he actually has good post work. His, I, I ba- think his Nurkic, back of the basket game is not bad. It's, it's I think really Nurkic. Nice. I think Nurkic has been a uh, a bit underrated in years past. But ten, I, I'm not yeah, sure about yeah. ten. I think we can name ten. Than him. Man, oh, please, I'm, please, I want to listen. I want to hear this. Dude. Please, uh, I, I want to hear, hear it too. I want to hear it too. I'm gonna I'm go off top. So if I forget anyone, I apologize. Um, Jokic, Embiid, um, Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, DeAndre Ayton, Jonas Valanciunas. Jared Allen, um, Robert Williams. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because, no, because here's the thing. Um, what, as much better as he is than Robert Williams or than Robert Williams is on defense, Nurkic clears him just as much on offense. But the thing about that, though, it's probably if you out of the 10 or 11, however many you name, you got to you got to remember there's about five of those. That on <laughs> Wendell Carter to me is change. for sure better than Nurkic, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll right, put Christian on. Wood. Say Christian come Wood. On. We could say on, Christian on, Wood. On, on, any, on any given on Bam, any given I didn't game, say so Bam's better name. Than those Bam out of bio. Bam's better than him. Did you um, say uh, do from Suns, DeAndre Aiden? Yeah, I said DeAndre Aiden. You could argue Miles Turner, I guess. Um. Where you at right there with it? Is that time? I've said a lot of names, but I guess when I, 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 like Ron, they're, Ron, they're saying a lot Clint, of names, but I'm still with you on the top. Clint 10 Capella, take. you Clint can Capella, say names Vucevic. all you want. Vucevic, no, Vucevic, no, Vucevic, no, yeah, he is trash. Clint Capella, Vucevic, trash, yeah, Clint Capella, um, no, not better than nah, Clint Capella. I'll give Nurkic Clint Capella, but I still don't think he's top 10. I think he's very good though, but I think top 10 was just a stretch. Um, Yo, Ron, I want to come right back to you because I'm very high on this this duo, Dame and Anthony Simons. Um, Hold up, though, I, JD, because I, I have one more player I wanted to touch down on with the Blazers. Last but not least, Jeremy Grant. Yep. Mars. I brought up Jeremy Grant and multiple times you laughed at me. Said Jeremy Game Grant's on LeBron, by the way. Jer- Game Jer- on Jeremy, LeBron. Jeremy Grant's not going to impact the Blazers and this, this, and this. Oh, they got Jeremy Grant? <laughs> Did I now say that? you see. Yes. 
Yes, I remember vividly. He was. You said he was playing. He was playing. I said Jeremy Grant. I'm, I, said, I, I know. I've said many times about his empty stats in Detroit. Yeah, he's not. A 20 then, point, he's not a twenty-point game player. He's not. Even according, he, he might not be. He might not. He's going to be fifteen. He's going to be what he was on Denver, which is a good He can't be. But I'm saying Jeremy Grant plays both ends of the floor. Especially defense at a high level. He's a hustle player. He, he rebounds. But furthermore, his improved shooting is what's really going to help them space the floor. But also just being that third option next to Damon and Ant, he's going to have his games where he goes for 25 and sneaks mm-hmm. in, you know, sneaks in, you know, a, a, a buckets ball. and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then also, too, I'm, I'm like, you see, you see what he did. Lo and behold, they play the Lakers. He gives Braun and AD the game winning bucket. Can't make things up like that. On comes back Braun. the next game. That was some terrible, comes back the next game, scores 21. Time. <laughs> Terrible defense from you, man. <laughs> Horrible. Hey, but Ron, I, I'm the only part. I, I love everything you said. The only part I'm not with you though. They're not going to be better than Dallas. If you want to say the Timberwolves, you want to say like the Pelicans. I'm with you on. And there. they're not better so, defensively no. than Dallas, Ron. Yeah, they might not, not better be better defensively. They might not be. Timberwolves better than Dallas too, though. No, they're nah, not. No, they're not. I, I, they're I think not. I think Dallas is highly overrated because they have that man over there. Oh my God! And, and it's you... like Dallas. I, and we obviously know Dallas goes as far as as Luca goes. Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh, Luka can we Dallas. stop with that narrative? Like, cut that, cut that narrative out. It gets me so mad. Let's what? Not... That he's just like James Harden. No, no, because y'all act as if if Luca isn't there, the team is just going to be trash. Let's not forget, Luca missed games last year, and they were still able to win. Jalen's not there no more. Jalen's in New York. They could, bro. They have Spencer Dinwiddie, bro. They had Spencer last year, but it was Jalen. It was Jalen Brunson that held it. Ja- down it was Jalen Brunson and Christian. It was Jalen Brunson and Christoph Porzingis. We're not gonna act as if Spencer Dinwiddie can't can't replace a Jalen Brunson, bro. Let's not do that. He don't. No, but not Jaylen, Spencer, Spencer was there last year. I don't get what you're saying. No, he got traded when they got hurt. Spencer wasn't there when he got hurt. It was just Spencer Jaylen was Brunson. there. Spencer was there when Jalen Brunson was holding it down. In the playoffs, when Luca wasn't there, Spencer Dinwiddie was there. Oh yeah, yeah. Jalen yeah. is gone. So how can Spencer replace Jalen and Luca if Luca's not there? Well, we didn't have Tim Hardaway Jr. last year. Not that he's like anything special. He's something. Tim is nasty. I like Tim. I like Tim too, but no, goddamn no it, is he inconsistent? No Luca, no oh though. my god, I can't rely on this guy. It's not I mean, about look, listen, it's not about like Jalen Brunson being trash, but let's not act as if he's this guy that's not replaceable. Like Spencer Dinwiddie could definitely take on the reins of a Jalen Brunson and what Jalen Brunson did last year. I'm maybe not a forty ball in the playoffs, I'll give you that. But let's not act as if Spencer and the team can't be able to maintain a level of excellence without Luka Doncic. That's the whole point. I think of I think argument. if they, I think if they had maybe a different star player, they might be better, but you can't just take Luka off and not replacing with something else. But I think they'll but they showed us last year with Luca off, they were still able to win games and be competitive. And that's yeah. my whole Jaylen point. Not Don't there act no more though, Jalen gone. You keep bringing up Jalen like they can't find the points to replace a Jalen with Spencer Who's and Tim Hardaway and Christian Wood. Who's yeah, that's Spencer, with? Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway. Like they, what are we doing? Spencer was there last year. Y'all talking in circles, you know that, right? Yeah, no, I know I we are. I just I don't think he I don't think he's grasping what I'm trying to say. I, I'm definitely grasping what you, what you look. I'm trying to learn you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention, Doug. Right, I'm saying uh, Spencer was there last year. Ron, Ron, Damon, yeah. Anthony, Simons, are they the scariest backcourt in the NBA? Uh, I got a couple over them, and on top of that, I still have to. We still have to really. The die isn't cast on Anthony. So we still have to see how consistent he's going to be. Nah, they but, not because the Cavs. Don't think about the Cavs. Uh, man, I damn near take them over there. But 
You drinking that good juice this morning? It's it's real good. Thank you, Dub. <laughs> Dub filled my cup up today. But uh, wait, yo, I did what? <laughs> I did I'm know. drinking that double holly juice. <laughs> oh, God bless you. Yeah, y'all like get out your bag. <laughs> but uh, nah, I will probably say I don't want to say top five, but. Top five yeah. is fair, though. I think top five might be fair. Maybe number five. Because I mean, you still you still got uh, you got Cleveland, obviously. How he just said, you have um, Golden State for sure. Got to mention them. Russell and Patrick then, Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got uh, Atlanta, who they're they're number two on my list. Boo. Yo, and then, bro, I have to point this out because. Hey, first of all, Kendrick's B Squad, I see you commenting on all the, the videos. I, I'm glad that you are active and that you support Players' Choice. But you, you, bro, saying this, you people just love ranking players and pretending it's 100% factual that they are and over each other. These are opinions, bro. I don't know why you get so tight about opinions. You could have opinions. We could have opinions. I, it like blows my mind when I see some of the things that you're commenting. It's like you hate that people ha- like no one is allowed to have opinions in in your opinion. <laughs> That's what's so yeah, crazy. Shut up, Kendrick. Um, no, <laughs> shut up. Yo, you like I said, I'm glad that you. I'm glad he says now you say opinions. Bro. <laughs> nah, Kendrick. Kendrick, my my takes are 100 percent facts. No opinions. My, my my opinions are mine and mine only. I'm not asking anyone to agree with me. Disclaimer. Oh, Disclaimer. Oh, <laughs> Disclaimer. Now you say it. Shut up, Kendrick. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Anyway, I appreciate yeah, you being a member to the Players' Choice YouTube channel. Hey, but what about uh, what about John Des- Desmond, Ron? John Desmond. Mm-hmm. I mean, as of right now, I'd have to take John Desmond over uh, over CJ and or not CJ over Ant and Dame only because uh, as a duo, they've done a little more in the playoffs. And on top of that, I've seen them longer. And one thing I do know is um well at least Desmond Desmond plays defense and John just has a crazy impact in what he's doing so I mean right now I would, I would have on, to are y'all sleeping on uh D and Ant compared to Damon Anthony Simons I'm, hi- I'm hibernating what about what about what about um what about James Harden and Tyrese Maxey boo I like him <laughs> I like him a lot <laughs> you booing who I'm booing James Harden, Lake but Maxie but, but I'm booing I'm booing I'm booing I'm booing Maxi by association. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't like James Harden either? Come on, bro. Oh, <laughs> yo, what happened on this boat, Ron? Let's do this. Let's have this combo right now. But right well, now, right Bob, now, the biggest the biggest Bobby. problem with James Harden is he's not strong enough to carry his beard and Joel. Bobby, what happened? What happened on this boat, Bobby? Talk to me. Talk to me. I would like to know. Talk to me. He just what plays a ter- he boat? just plays a terrible brand of basketball. It's, it's just bad basketball, and I can't get on the behind boat? bad basketball. On what? Anywhere, anywhere he goes, he's playing bad basketball. On the boat, on dry Deb, land. He doesn't know what you're talking about. He neither don't do know. I. Rod, no. you know what I'm talking about. He he wasn't That's in a... Phoenix. He wasn't in Phoenix that weekend. 
Oh, so you just don't like? Oh, I thought it was one of those. Oh, my friend don't like James Harden, so I don't like him either. You feel? Oh, me? that's how that's how I'm getting down. Dub. I'm just rocking with my partners, whatever they say. I, I, I mean, you you exude that type of energy. You feel me? So I'm like, all right, you I'm know. a follower. Okay, okay. Not a follower. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> dub, dub, you might want to mute your mic, bro. Oh nah, nah. God. It's like you have your boys back. Like if if somebody, nah, nah. I just, rock I just, with somebody, I won't rock with. I used either, to, I used me? to be a big James Harden fan back when. Uh, matter of fact, back before he went to the Rockets, I was a huge. James Harden fan. Um, I just, I just think he got the, uh, got the green light, and he just abused it. Like he just abused his power. Like he like a police officer. He just abused his power. <laughs> Everywhere he go, he just shooting. He just walk in busting. Just like, bro, it's, it's chill, bro. Chill. Bro, I mean, holster that gun. Yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. It's just a bad, it's just a bad style of basketball. That's all. I mean, hey, if you watch this, like this damn video, it's a bad brand of basketball. Like this damn video. He's balling. Um, yes, please get the likes up. JD L host fails episode after episode. Bro, it's crazy. You know what? Let's transition to the next topic. I got you, bro. I'll take No, we're we're going to super chats. Uh. KG San, can we discuss Jalen Him Brunson? Thank you. Bossman Johnson with two super chats. Has anyone noticed how AD looks like Depoy right now? That would be nice if my Depoy came to fruition. Oh, uh, oh. And I then have he said, Ron, real confident a week and a half into the season. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Thank you. You Jesus can clip Christ. this up. You can clip <laughs> this up you. or whatever. Clip this up or whatever. I don't care. I want Stephen A. Smith to hear me. Yo. You probably won't. This but. is how I know you don't watch the game, bro. You talk all this nonsense about Anthony Davis. Oh, I thought he was a top five, top seven player, and what he's been doing this year that just hasn't that. been good. That makes no sense. Anthony Davis has been playing actually well this year. He's been playing hard on defense. So that just goes to show me you're not watching the game, so you don't know what you're talking about. I'm not going to lie. I love Russ Ron. Russ is a big factor on why they're struggling. Their spacing is a big factor on why they're struggling. Let's not sit here and say, Anthony Davis, you know, you're not performing at the, the way that I viewed you. You make no sense. You make no sense, bro. Like, cut the cat. Cut just, the cat. I think, I think, bro, I think, they, I think Stephen A. just wants to see the animal in AD. He wants AD no, to really see no, Stephen, no, Stephen, Stephen A. Doesn't, he doesn't make sense. You can't bro. say, I thought AD was top seven, and then you say the issue with him is he's not going to the paint. How can he go to the paint when there's five defenders in the paint? Thank you. Yo, bro. That Euro, doesn't make any sense. Euro brought this up tall, like a year ago. Euro Post brought this up a long time ago. You can't go ago. to post when there's going to be a triple bro, team these, open up shooters. These analysts, these ES, the ESPN guys, <laughs> they have so many jobs to do. There's no way that they could possibly watch the game. So they just get fed info <sighs> and they try and base an opinion off of the info they've got gathered. Not because they watch games. They hardly watch games. I'm sure of it. Cut um, it out. Cut it Le- out, Jay. Lionel Batson, Wizards 3-1, and one, and y'all never say nothing about them. We probably won't. Be red. Play him. Play him. Uh, Rose City uh, Boy with the Super Chat. Thank you. I- I'd like to say something about the Wizards. Uh, a lot of people got off on the Wizards last year and were like, oh, yeah, awesome. you know, I think Chilltown said it last episode. Oh, yeah, they fooled me and everything. Bro, they got hurt last season. They were actually on pace to be in the playoffs, but then they got hurt and it derailed their whole season. The Wizards, I think they could be on a course to a plan or a playoff spot as well. But let's just stop acting like this team is trash. Like, they actually got a good collection of guys. I've seen them play a couple times. And last night, uh, they actually played really well together. Bradley Beal is trying his best to play around the team with instead of him 
just trying to score a bunch of buckets. Like, I know everyone wants him to score 30 points a game, but at the end of the day, that's not winning basketball. He knows that, and he's just trying to have a fit with the team. You feel me? So let's not – I've just seen Bradley Beal stealing money. Like, that's not the case. He's doing his best to play winning basketball. He's just not scoring 30 points a game to a losing effort. Yo, can, can, I, can I go back <clears throat> to AD, though? Because I feel like the big man in basketball is just getting lazy or something. Because that's how you that's how you help with motion offense, how you get the offense to move. You can't just be a big man standing five feet be- behind the three-point line just like like Carl Anthony Towns, like, oh, I can shoot, I can shoot. Or back in the day, you have a back a big man that that slide to the uh, sh- to the to the post, get to the high post, move around, get to the short corner, get get around, post up over here. You know, get to open spots, move around. That helps. That helps the basketball move. Anthony Davis don't do that. Joel Embiid don't do that. So I think I think that's what I think that's what Stephen A. Smith is kind of talking about, and that's what Shaq and uh, Charles talk about with Joel a lot. Is that how are you that big and you your feet never touch the paint? I mean, never is a strong word. I know they go through the paint, or whatever, but you're never in there getting big, calling for the ball. You're never moving to this side, setting the back screen for this guard, coming back to the high post. There's no motion offense. They're just lazy. It's 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 sad to see. Forty percent of AD shots are right under the rim. That's I mean that's that's, that's, that's quite a lot. That's quite a that's lot. That's a lot, but that's that's just a stat. That's that's a stat. Yeah, you're, but you're he's the... bad. Forty-two percent of his shots are right under the rim. He's shooting eighty-seven percent. How many? He's okay, of those of those of those of those forty of those forty-two percent, how many of those are like secondary breaks or or just maybe maybe attacking the basket from out there, which, which you, is also you, good. You have yeah, to understand that, that, that there's certainly context to how he's getting these points. That's fine, but okay, that's what I'm saying. But you, you, yeah, you, you just jumping out it. saying, "Oh, 42 yeah. percent are under." Well, that's Bobby, that's Bobby, Bobby you you just want him to be on the block pulling up, is what you're saying. I mean, obviously, obviously, he's he's you know he can do other things. How can you post up? How can you post up when Mars, you can never you, do one on one? Thank Mars, you, Mars. You... Thank you, Mars. When you're playing with a Russell Westbrook and LeBron James, I'm just going to assume, to I'm just gonna assume since both of y'all are under six feet tall, you've never been on the block, so you don't understand what I'm talking about. Okay. That's, I'm just, I'm just going to make that assumption because okay, so you, because it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if the defense is sagging down. If you're as big as AD is, he could post up in the mid post. He could post up. He can, he can post up still. You don't just no, no coach is saying, oh, they're they're sagging in, so you can't post up. But it's all about them trying to find a fit with each other. If LeBron James and Russell Westbrook has the ball in their hands, they're not going to be standing there in the paint waiting for the ball because they're just going to help off. So what are you Bobby, supposed to do? You have to run to half court and you're supposed to run to half court. Well, if you grab the ball, LeBron? if you grab the ball in the low post and they send a the double, you're just going to have to give it back. So that, that's, 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 that's the point of basketball. That's the point of basketball. That's a wasted possession. That's not a wasted possession. That's not a wasted You get the ball. You get the ball on this block. And you reverse the ball to the to the weak Did side. Did y'all hear what Marsh said? Anthony was... Davis is third in nah, the league in post ups per game. What's he not doing? He's third in the league in post ups per game, only behind Zion and Joel Embiid. When okay, when you're talking about post ups, where is he posting up? Is he st- is he standing out here? I'm talking about move around, just. And, that, and that's not really saying much in today's NBA. I'm, and that was kind of my point earlier. I'm not necessarily just tack, attacking Anthony Davis or Joel Embiid. I'm just saying, as a whole, where is the post play? Bobby, you just so, wait, said, so you wanted him to post around, and around. then you said, I want him to move around. What yeah, I want, you, I want you to have some movement. Just post. But you, you just said up. you want to post. I do. That's movement. That's that's a form of movement, Jason. So you want him to like flash to the mid post and then get the ball there instead of just standing and waiting for the ball. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Oh my god, okay. that was fire. Um, 
Uh, El Nell said, El Host. It's pronounced El Nell. My bad, El Nell. Lionel. 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 <laughs> yeah, no shit. Lionel. I can read. Chilo, why <laughs> don't the Lakers bring back Melo? <laughs> that was a waste of possession. Melo not going to do it, do it for them. Melo's not going to do anything. Um, this ain't 2009 anymore. <laughs> Bossman Johnson, bottom left does not make sense. The Lakers are shooting historically low. Bruh, what do you think defenses are going to do? Doesn't that doesn't even make sense, bro? You still could post up. <laughs> you could still get in the paint. You can still move around. That's it's it's simple basketball, bro. Y'all turning basketball into something it's not. Oh my god! All right, been we game. we don't have to talk about I don't this. Think you know talk if about somebody most. catches the ball, <laughs> if somebody catches the ball in the post and has to throw it to Russell Westbrook, they not guarding him. Like that's he, that's a waste of play, If, play, if bro. he's what? cutting from the weak that's side, the, more, yeah. no, no, dub, dub, no. <laughs> Once again, Dub, I'm trying to learn you, son. Just listen. <laughs> Just listen. You run, you, I'm trying to help you be great because you're on your way to greatness, Dub. If you would listen, stop being so hard-headed, you will understand yes, what I'm trying to tell you. Yes, sir. Yes, if sir. He, yes, if sir. he's posting up on this side of the ring, on, on this side of the lane, if he gets the dump down, if Russ is cutting from the weak side, that's an easy boom. Bounce pass. Bam. Right here. But it's Russ basketball. You got to... I mean, if if you if you think, I see you the think, point in what you're making, but Russ ain't cutting like that. Russ is standing on the corner. So, in what you're saying, it would make sense, and that's how they should run well, the system. That's, that's, but that's if Russ what AD, ain't cutting, that's what AD tells Russ, "Hey, Russ, I'm catching the ball here. Cut the baseline, bro. I got you right here." But it's Russ, but if, wait, if Russ, is, if Russ's defender is helping on AD, and an AD is thrown. Well, that's that's what he said. Rest. Okay, okay. Russ's okay, so defender is already in the paint. So then, what Russ should do is set a high flare screen. Lonnie Walker at the elbow. So we get back. That's an easy pass too, Morris. What else you got, bro? Yeah, Lonnie Walker. It's simple <laughs> Lonnie Walker, Lonnie right? Walker can't shoot. They're just gonna miss. Do you know how right, do, you, do you know how many pin All downs right. Russell Westbrook and AD have set this season? And then you know what the person who comes up the screen does? He catches and runs head down towards the rim because they can't shoot. They're doing right. these things you're asking them to do, and they just run into a paint. That's clogged. Man, okay, listen, so all this so says, so all so this so says so to me, regardless of how you try to switch it and swing it or whatever, no, what the Lakers are a bad team. There's no fixing this unless you blow that motherfucker up. The Lakers stop. There's no solution to a team that can't shoot. Lakers. Lakers. No, they should show up and just keep losing, but they're not going to do anything if they can't shoot. Hey, we don't have to get too in-depth, but I have to bring it up. Kawhi Leonard didn't play last night because of injury management. Uh, meanwhile, Fire. SGA goes off 33, eight, five, three steals, three blocks, shooting 50% from the field. OKC shot four for 30. I will say that again. They shot four for 30 from three and still won by 14 points. Uh, Bobby, Kawhi, or Bobby and Ron, Kawhi is your guy. What is going on, bro? He just, he just trying to. Just trying to get back, bro. Come on. You don't even know what you got to say. Let's not do that, Bobby. He's just trying to get back, man. Rob, Rob, what'd you say? Rob, what'd you say uh, just uh, 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 30 minutes ago? Oh, get out there. Play back-to-back games, you know? I don't want to hear that shit. Go out there and play. It's regular scheduled programming. I don't know what been. We've been seeing this. Yeah, like, whatever, man. It's Kawhi. I don't expect anything different. Oh my God! So he just gets a break, like you just don't. Well, no, know. Because, no, because, no, because, but, no, but you're acting, but you're acting like people, back we, you're acting like people can decide whether or not he that. plays or not. That's on the Clippers. If the Clippers let him get away with it, then the league is. Hold on! No, 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 no! Hold on! Hold on! It's not up to him, bro. Kawhi started this load management shit in San Antonio. Goes to different teams. Why does he still get load management? Not anyone else. That a reality for him. 
What? Bro, no, if that's... I could if I could work two days out of the week, you know what I'm saying, and still get a full time employee's paycheck, man, I am there. No, I <laughs> Whether that's in San Antonio, that's, Toronto, bro, that's or crazy, that's Los Angeles, that's I am there. Bro, that's you right. on Do not cover. start talking about how great Kawhi is when he plays. I now. never, I've never, I don't participate. In I'm those looking at Ron and Bobby. Guy I has fresh so legs every so game. About, I do. So what about when, uh, if, let's say, for instance, he ends up, maybe this is just the first 10, 12, 15 games of the season where he does this. And then let's say he ends the season playing every game. Are, are we going to just, are we going to forget about this and, you know, go back and be like, all right, we were wrong. They were just working him into the system. Or are we just going to keep calling him? Bob, how many games do you think he's going to play? This year? Um, I'm praying for, I'm praying for 55, 60. Let me let me tell you something Bobby, about fifty five games. Are let me let me let me. You guys kill AD for playing fifty Thank games. You. I, no Thank no you, no. I, I know. I, I feel like I feel like AD AD. We talked about this before. I think I think it's wrong to call AD Mr. Glass and all that. Once I, I did for a second, but you know I was wrong. And yeah, I, we, I, we, I'm, we I'm right in my way. Yeah, we fact check. Everybody. Well, well, matter of fact, I, I think all of us. We, now all of us were here. We we kind of like debunked all that. You know, AD is. You know, Anthony David Davis. But this is the shit that pisses me off about the NBA community. They don't keep that same type of energy for a guy like Kawhi Leonard due to their own personal bias of them. Kawhi Leonard is a guy who gets away with a lot and nobody bats an eye. You want to know why? Because he because he earned that because he beat a LeBron James and he beat the Golden State Warriors, two of the teams that everybody hated. And that's why people don't get on his case as much. They don't talk about him being hurt damn near every year. They don't talk about him being Mr. Glassman. They don't talk about him blowing a 3-1 lead. And it's just fucking ridiculous, bro. Y'all don't hold the same standards to everybody else. And that's what pisses me off, especially about Kawhi Leonard. Let's talk right, about show, how he gonna, he's he truly Mr. The... Glass. That's right. Mr. Glassman right there. But Joel Embiid was doing this. Anthony Davis was doing this. Anthony Davis got hurt. He really got hurt. And y'all was crucifying this fucking man. But y'all ain't coming at this man when he's not even hurt and he's taking time off. Like, come but on, he, man. He coming, back, he coming back from an ACL injury, bro. Let him, let him get right. Come you know, on, he know, you don't want him to rush back in and hurt it again, do you? It's been a year and a half, bro. It's been a year uh, and a half. Everybody, everybody's and, and we was And we was just saying that about Clay too, that it was going to be a slow transition back into the lineup. Clay, 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 Play, but, play, plays. But, he played no, in the for, postseason. For sure, but here's the thing. I'm not going to come up with no excuses for Kawhi. But here's all I'm going to say is I, I'm not in the training room with him. I don't know Kawhi's actual situation. He's been doing this for so long where it leads me to believe that maybe he does really have knee problems. Like, it's really bad, bad. And he That's can't afford. Think. He can't afford to play night in and night out. And he really does have to save it for when it matters. It and, gotta be Roy you know, Yeah, for real. And luckily for the Clippers, they have a good enough team that can carry them into the playoffs and wait for him to to actually come in and play when it matters. But I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, would, Ron, I would like to Ron, see Ron, Ron, Wait, hold on. Keyword, Ron. A, you just said a keyword because you just said the Clippers are good enough to carry him into a playoff. So let's say they win a championship with Kawhi playing 50 games, which is amazing. That's the wise ring. That's, not that is crazy. That's, that, but that's, that, that's Kawhi, not, Kawhi going to be in the playoffs. Packing them no, no, when John he, Morant, he's not the only, not the only team that do that though. Games, the team is just so great. John Morant has nothing. Check it out though. Check it out. I don't like that. I don't like that. Check it out, JD. Check it out. I've seen Kawhi do it on other teams. I've never seen y'all do it outside of the Grizzlies. So right. that that's just that. But also, furthermore, too, um, 
yeah, Kawhi's on a good team. Like I'm not, I'm not knocking him for that. But also, it's other teams and star players that can sit out, and their team can still carry him to a playoff. Like that's, it's, it's a few other teams that that can be the case. Because they'll they'll carry Kawhi to the playoffs, but Kawhi has to carry them to the ring. You know, they hey, can't Ron, do that without Kawhi. To address, what you, to address what you said earlier about Kawhi and his knees, I could think that what you're saying could be true. I'm not going to completely write that off. But my whole point in my argument isn't the fact that Kawhi is taking this time off to better him, his health. The point which I'm talking about is the masses crucifying everybody else but refusing to crucify this guy. People are literally getting hurt big-time injuries as well, but they're really ready to get on those guys' case instead of Kawhi Leonard. I could respect the fact Kawhi is trying to take the time off to let his body heal. I know people who has knee issues, so I understand that. But all I say is that for the NBA masses, just shut the fuck up about everybody else. <laughs> didn't, if you're not going to talk about Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi, Kawhi got crucified for it too as well. Ka Ka Kawhi definitely got crucified. He, he took it. He took it on. The, he took his too. All he's, right. He's getting it right now. Let's move on. We don't have to talk about it anymore. I hope that Kawhi, you know, full recovery, full health. I don't wish anything upon him. Just have to call out what in the world is going on. All right, let's look at the scoring leaders in the NBA right now. Top 10, John Morant, Luka Doncic, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, Giannis, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, De'Aaron Fox, and SGA. I'm just curious, like, I I know this is so irrelevant because we're only three games in, four games in, but a lot of these guys are guys who you would expect to see at the end of the season, you know, in the top five, a lot of these most likely still the top 10. But I'm just curious, like how many of these guys do you think are going to end up here and who's not? Like is John Morant going to lead the NBA in scoring for the re entire season? That'd be re heat. Repeat the list again. Repeat the list. Jaw at number one, Luca, Donovan Mitchell, Dame, Devin Booker. That's top five. Rounding out I the think, top 10 is Giannis, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, De'Aaron Fox, and SGA. SGA being top 10 right. is Heat. I, I think Tatum could be could make his way in there. I think the way he's been polishing his game, he's definitely going to be in that top five spot. Mm. I think Devin Booker's production might go down to 27-28. You're crazy. I think who's going, who's going to do the scoring then, if, if his goes down? Donovan Mitchell's scoring is going to go down as well. Uh, what happened, uh, Bobby? I said over in Phoenix, who, who will do the scoring if uh, Devin doesn't do it? Well, they have a lot of good collection of guys, and they do know how to, um, you know, find points to replace them. Let's not forget when DeAndre Ayton was hurt, they had Bismack Biombo replacing oh, some of the points that Bismack. DeAndre. Shout yeah. out Bismack. So Chris Paul and Devin Booker, they know in the Phoenix Sun system, they know how to replace the points and the lack of scoring with. You other brought teams. up replacing points and said Bismack. <laughs> and Bobby, you echoed him saying Bismack Beyond. What are you talking about? I got Ron. love for Bismack. You know I got love for Bismack. I'm going to say what Bobby said. I'm going to say what Bobby said. I'm going to say what Bobby said. I'm going to say what Bobby said earlier. Listen, I want you big to be Mac. great, Ron. And I want you to listen. <laughs> I said if they were able to replace points. Under, the, the way you just felt, right? They were able to replace some points of a DeAndre Ayton with Best Mac Biombo. So I'm pretty sure they could still find ways to replace the points of a Chris Paul with other pieces. That's the point in which I'm making. <laughs> Bismack Biombo so, is great. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see Bismack's turnaround fadeaways. Can't wait yeah, to see not, that behind the listening. back step back. Not no, not I hear you. No, I hear you. But I disagree with the point from the beginning. I think Devin Booker has to carry a majority of that scoring load. Which oh, is that's what that Bismack. That's what the Bismack hey was all about. He was mad because you said Devin Booker would drop out. No, but say, five. say, say, Landry, on say no, say Landry Shamit. Say, say Cameron Johnson. Say, well, no, uh, he, was, he was talking about Bismack. I'm talking about last year. 
I was talking about last season, bro. That's what I was talking about. I said they found points to replace that last season with a Bismack Biyombo when Aiton got out. Wasn't coming in scoring twenties though. Oh my God! But you said, uh, you said something bad about Devin Booker. He saw red. He didn't even hear yeah, nothing else you seen. Yeah, I'm you just said. saying that they right. could still find ways to replace. Right. It, it will be no Devin, no Devin slander from here until he gets <laughs> put out the playoffs <laughs> in the first round. Shout Nathan out Bismack, man. Um, do you guys <laughs> have a slander. do you have a prediction for scoring leader for this season? Bismack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I got De'Aaron De'Aaron Fox. Josh, okay, Bobby. I like. Are we being serious today at all? I mean, he's in the top ten right now. That's not what's bro. Come on. All right, bro. Because I was just playing, but now I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Scoring title. That's. I think it's so bro, up in the air right bro, now. Bro, I'm. I'm. I think it could be Dame this year. I think so too. So it could be Dame, but not De'Aaron. They scoring about the same right now. I don't care what they're scoring right now. It's De'Aaron Fox and Damian Lillard. I'll feel you on that. <laughs> uh, I'm in whenever. I said Luca. Nice. Yeah, I got Luca. Love that. No, but here's the thing. I think that if he does, you know, if he is the scoring leader, that they're not going anywhere. They won't even make the playoffs. What do you mean they're not going <laughs> you anywhere? Guys are bozos. What do you mean? Shooting, if, he, if he keeps shooting thirty second shots round. a game, not going anywhere means anything like less than conference finals. Like that's not going anywhere for me. Yeah, I mean they beat the Phoenix Suns last year, who was probably the third best team. I mean, was probably the second last best year. Team I don't give a fuck about no. So last let me year, let bro. me ask you this: what team? What team? What team can't they beat besides the Warriors? Bismack Biombo. Fucking the Pelicans without Zion and Bi. No, okay, no, you're no, all, you said it was too no, early no. to react to that, so you can't use that. Yeah, duh, bringing up last year, like what? What does that mean? I'm just saying, a team that really wasn't supposed to be expected to make a West Conference Finals, they beat teams that were supposed to be better than them. All yeah, I'm saying is, in the all West. I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, the Dallas Mavericks this year, what team in the West besides listen, the Warriors? Listen, do you think this that, is that, my that opinion. There are no facts to support this because obviously we've only seen four games being played. You know what I'm saying? It's it's week one, literally, man. <laughs> So once we hit fucking 82 games, you know, you can ask me that again and then I can tell you. But I'm saying that if Luka goes off in the points category, the less likely the Mavs are going to go further. That's my thing. You said that because you can't basketball. How does that make sense? I don't understand how that makes sense. I think it makes sense. (laughs) But due to my alliance with Dub, I'm going to agree with him. No, no, no. How does it like elaborate? Mars, you are I miss the old Mars. I really miss the old Mars too, man. The independent Mars, right? The free thinker. No, Mars, you could chime in. I'm just trying to understand you. You're just saying that Luca's scoring that many points, he's taking that away from other people, right? That's what you're trying to say. Huh? What you're trying to say that that Luca having that many points, he's taking that away from other guys. And that's going to affect the overall performance of the team. Is that what you're saying? I mean, if if you want to if you want to phrase it like that, you know, I, I guess. Well, I'm uh, asking you to elaborate. You're not elaborating, bro. I told <laughs> you, bro. If if Luca goes off in points or whatever, he's not going to be enough f- to compete against. Like the Mavs are not good enough to compete against somebody like the Warriors to compete yep. against. Like it, it, that's what? it. That's it. They could compete about everybody else, which is my point. They, uh, with Luka playing that way, they could compete uh, with everybody else. They, can, they made the Western right. Conference Finals with Luka dropping. Uh, they beat. Games. They beat. They beat a Chris Paul team in the playoffs. Everybody does that. 
Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> who's in the playoffs? Dude, my point is, who's on, in the playoffs everybody, right now? Everybody, who's, everybody who's picks in the on CP3 Dub, 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 that's not no Dub. big deal. Let's let's make this our bet then. Let's make this our bet. If Luca goes off, right? Where do you have them? Like you know, just tell me. Like, do you have them going past the Western Conference Finals? This is Hold the bet. on. Whoa! If the Clippers face goes the off Dallas mean? Mavericks, Luca's beating them this year. There's no team that's beating Luca Doncic except the Golden State Warriors. I I, like I can't understand. Oh, okay. I I, I right. don't know. I really didn't see any other team beating them. Wait, hold on. All. So Dub, then Euro. If I can speak for you, um, it sounds like the bet you want to make is that the Mavs go to the Western Conference Finals if they don't see if they don't see the Warriors before then. I'm, I'm not putting no ifs on it. The only who makes it, we'll do, who does, I'm who not putting no further. ifs on it. We'll do who makes it first. See, here, here, I'm not making this ex- exclusive that you know the Mavs can only get, you know be beaten by the Warriors. I was just giving them an example. Dub wants to fucking go off and be like, oh, that's the only one type of shit. You know what I mean? Nah, that's not what I say. That's what Dub is saying. So I'm not placing. I'm not making my bet structured around that. The Ma- the Mavs need to worry about beating the Kings in the play-in. Bro, Bobby. Okay. <laughs> no. no. Yo, let's take no the way. bet. Yo, let's no take way. the bet. Yo, yo, yo. There's no yo, way. Let's what take the Bobby bet. Doing? I got. I want the money on the table. I want the money on the table. Let's take the bet right now. The well, Dallas you, Mavs. Listen, listen. You are know, hold on, hold on. Would you know, further yes. than the Clippers. Yes. Let this be. Let this and be. What? You know what I mean? Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> Hey, kick me out, Jaddy. Kick me out. What you, what you guys do? Your little fist bumps? I, 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 I listen. What'd you say? We though? can bet whatever. I said that the Mavericks oh, are gonna make uh, it further than the Clippers. You're out of your mind. You are. Oh man, they ain't. Yo, I said, I'm willing. I'm feeling. I said I was, I said, I said, I was drinking what Dub was drinking earlier. I'm Dub. not drinking that. He, I don't know what Dub. He's not drinking nothing. That's that. That's that pollution. That's pollution getting too drunk. Listen. Listen, Dub, big I will, dubs. I will take the, take the bet, but let's place a wager once we got going on. Whenever whatever we got going on, Jetty knows. Hey, what Dub, I'm talking that about. got Dub. Dub, y'all Dub. got asbestos in your building. <laughs> Bro, let's not act as if Luka Doncic wasn't giving your man some work. Crazy work. He gave PG crazy JD work, has and he was doing y'all dirty. He took y'all oh, to Game Seven God. with worse pieces, with a Kristaps Porzingis <laughs> not playing that well. So now he's on a better team with a better defense, and Luke is the same fucking guy. Y'all I really think that the Clippers aren't going to lose to the well, Dallas the Mavericks because of who? Too. Because of an injured Kawhi Leonard the and an injured Paul well. George? Come on, man. Are we going to ignore bro. that comment from Bobby? That was heat. What he said? <laughs> he said, "Dub, you got asbestos in your house." Oh my god, that was amazing. I'm just saying, bro. Luca was taking them to Game Seven in his second and third year with oh, worse clips pieces. And five, clips and five. Clips and five. <laughs> what about the Kings? Kings of five? I, in the playing, I got the Kings. One game, I got, I got, I got the Kings. Kings of what? I can't wait for play that it? to come around, Bobby. I'll take nah, nah, play. Hey, look, if, if the if let's say that the Kings play the Mavericks in the playing, Bobby, game, I will make that bet tomorrow. We, we if, can bet anything you want, Bob, buddy. But but the thing is, is they're not going to be in the playing, so it's irrelevant. Oh, but, so you so you saying but, the Mavs not even making the playing? <laughs> shut up. But when the Kings or if the Kings are in the playing, I will be calling you, and then we'll work some. Sure. Davion going to be taking the ball from Luca. How you hella mad? <laughs> Can we play a word association game? Do you guys want to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you play it? I don't know. Uh, I'm it. just going to list off names, and I want you. You have to be quick, though. You just give me the first word. The first word. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Let's first, do it. You give cannot me think about it. You I'm going to close my eyes. Go. 
I'm close my eyes. All right, you ready? <laughs> this is just up. It's just up. No. no, this is good. We're going around the horn. I'm hot. Right. So I'm going hot. around the horn and everybody gets a new name? No, you you get the same name. You just spit out the word. So <laughs> this, we're going to go quick. It's going to go Dub Mars, right. Bobby, Euro, Ron. All right. You have to go immediate. I'm not calling after you. You just got to go right after Dub. Dub, you ready? Yeah, yeah, let's go. All right, we'll start off easy. <laughs> Yo, Blank Boy said Blank Boy 39. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Come on, man. Let's go. Let's go. All right. You ready, Dove? Here we go. Yeah. John Morant. Ilk. Electrifying. Bouncy. Bunnies. Overrated. <laughs> All right, Dove, back to you. Lori Markinen. Buckets. Um, ruining. Baby unicorn. Underrated. <laughs> Big ass shotgun, Ron. You out of turn, bro. You after you last. You after yeah, me. You're last, Ron. Ron oh, my you bad. After, my you bad. After, you're wrong. I'm after my Mars. Bad. All right, my bad. Damn. Oh man. my god. All right, Dub. Back to you, Paulo Bancaro. Oh, promising. Rookie of the year. Cold. Don't care. Seattle no. Rotary. Rudy Gobert. Ah, nasty. <laughs> Scapegoat. Super underrated. More productive than Joel. <laughs> Mars. Put back King. <laughs> All right, last last one, Dub. Kelly Olinick. Uh that's my word. <laughs> that's my uh I got nothing to say about that. Dirty. <laughs> oh, I don't got nothing for Kelly Olinick. Fugly. <laughs> Go Zags. That is crazy. Mark Mark rolling over in his grave right now. Oh my god. All right. That turned out exactly how I thought it would. That was hey, but that was listen, fun for me. The Utah Jazz, though, I'm not gonna lie. I like the way they've been playing, bro. They're moving the ball around, they're getting open <laughs> looks. The, the ball's not being dominated by one person. Like, unless Utah it's Jazz, unless it's sure. Well, yeah, he's coming off the bench, though. So in that yeah, room, what you were saying, with... and then he doesn't pass the ball. Hey, no, Ron. for sure. But that coming off the bench, that's kind of what you want. Ron, it's Utah Jazz, jazz time. Yeah, Lori Marketing. Lori Marketing has been getting buckets. What? Lori Marketing called... is ruining Danny Ainge's plans. That's what he's doing. I think I think he's letting them play just to make it seem like they're not going to tank, and then in about fifteen games, they're just going for it. My bad, Ron. What you got to say about the Jazz? Uh, well, no, I was going to let you finish. You was. I mean, I said what I have to say. I love the way they're playing basketball. They're playing uh, team basketball, except when Colin Sexton's on the court. They're moving the ball around, getting open looks. Laurie Markkinen's looking good. I mean, I just like what I've been seeing. I hope this is something sustainable, but I don't know. I mean, Utah Jazz are supposed to be tanking, so we'll see. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I'm just, I'm just look because when they went three and zero, and I'm looking at them like, how, how, how the hell is this happening? And then I went over and looked at their roster, and they're really not that bad. Do they have paper, a Kevin Durant or work. LeBron? Well, on paper, they're all right. Because mm-hmm. let's 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 forget that they or let's not forget they traded two two stars, two all stars, and obviously they got things back. But they didn't just get back a load of draft picks like everybody would assume. So I'm looking at their starting lineup, and it's like Jared Vanderbilt was a starter. He's a, he's a solid player. Laurie Marketing is how Euro said he's underrated. Laurie's really a bucket. Mike Conley, we know Mike Conley. Jordan Clarkson, he's a bucket. And then when I look at their bench, I'm like, they got Colin Sexton coming off the bench. They still got THT. See, a lot of y'all probably forgot about THT. They got THT coming off the bench. 
And they got Malik Beasley too. I'm like, bro, when you when you look at him and Kelly Olynyk for real, like you guys be talking shit about Kelly, but he he scored the game with a bucket the other night, and and he had Come 20 on, in that game bro. too. No, he I, he, he's not game. bad. He, I just Kelly, I, I never, I never thought Kelly just sucked. I thought, I think Kelly's an all right offensive player. But I'm, I'm saying that to say, like the Jazz got a solid collection of guys. Like if you come out there bullshitting with them, they'll fuck around and beat you. They're it, not meant. To. They've been doing. That, that's the problem. They're not meant to be doing that. They're meant to lose. But they're doing it though. They're gonna yeah, start so they're losing. Bad they're gonna start losing real soon. That's that's they're being. Bad oh, you say jobs. okay? I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, their job is to lose, and they're failing. Why is their job to lose? Victor, we all know their job is to lose. I don't. I don't think why those guys it doesn't look like it's... to lose. <laughs> I, I don't think like... they're not showing us their job. When Danny Ainge right starts offering Mike Conley and Colin Sexton and Jordan Clarkson to every team that's trying to contend, we will see that they were meant to be losing and they're failing at their task. They're, they're meant to be, but with as a whole, with that group, they can they can be a bottom of the middle pack team. Like they can they can possibly compete. Uh, they could possibly compete for a play-in. Nah, Who wants not when to it's do said that? and done. Ron, I'm, Ron, I'm not saying that right they now? should. You said what? What are you doing right now? I'm saying that the Jazz are not as bad as, as people would think they are. They're not, Stop. They're not bro. I'm, look, I'm looking at their roster, bro. They're all right. They have bro, a good bro, we're not. I mean, uh, yeah, Mike Conley's they, they, don't, they don't have stars, but they got a good collection of dudes. It's a, it's a team game. It's not a... It's not a, and we can see that with the Nets. The Nets are extremely top heavy, but what the fuck are they doing? We see it with the Lakers. The Lakers are extremely top heavy, but what are they doing? It's 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 a team game, and they got a group of guys that can play pretty solid. I, they I'm got they sure. got Laurie and Jordan. I, I, the other cats are all right. I'm not sure if there's if it's their job to lose Mars because they have their own 2023 20, first round pick next year. They have a pick from either Houston, Brooklyn, or Philly, and then another one from Minnesota. So. I mean, if they got a pick for Houston, they are going to get like an established top 10 pick from Houston. So I, I don't know if it's really Whoa, their job to Jaylen, lose. Jalen Green next season getting Houston in the playoffs. Next, no, this season. No, this season. You said 2024, right? No, three, that, 2023. And then, and then that next season, he'll be oh, top damn. five. They have Houston's pick for this year. It, they might. It's between, I don't know how they decided, but I'm looking right now. It has Houston, Brooklyn, or What trade was pick. that? I don't know, but that's what I'm seeing. It's Houston, they, Brooklyn, well, or if, Philly. If Houston don't have that pick this year, that's tough. They passed on mm. that bit. Damn. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. The, I don't know the details. Yeah, I don't know the details into that, but we'll see. I, I blame. I blame Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> Ron, was that your Utah agenda? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was just saying it, bro. They, 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 their roster isn't as bad as you would think it is. Just because they traded away Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, you got to keep in mind it's a trade. So when you trade something, you're gonna get something back. And they got back players that are they've been starters in the NBA or they've been vets. And they, you know, when when they all play together, they know how to play basketball. And it's not, it's no, I, I assume it's no egos over there, except for maybe Colin Sexton. But like I said, he's coming off the bench and he's been a number one guy in the NBA before on the Cavs. So, Ron is just being nice to the Jazz because Dwayne Wade retweeted us. Thank you, D-Wade. <laughs> um, wait, so do you think that they're like, they have playing potential because you're talking no, about it. I don't, okay, I, so I, then, then why are we even having this conversation? Well, no, I'm I'm saying no because we're expecting the Jazz to go 0 and 82, and I'm saying that that's not the fact of the matter. They got on, on any given night the Jazz can possibly pop. No, somebody. Ron, but, we're expecting them to be bottom five in the Western Conference. I'm, I'm expecting them to win 18 to 25. I here. wanted you to say something spicy like they were going to be a seven seed going into the playoffs. No, no, because I, I don't believe that. But then so what I'm I mean, hearing kinda, is kinda, Ron had an end agenda. Kind of, kind of, kind of. Furthermore, what you were saying, though, Mars, 
Uh, I do believe that they're going to end up trading away Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley as well. So when they do that, they're more than likely going to get worse, you know, from, from that moment on. That's so then, so you know, that, that, that that's going to, you know, forward their, their tanking agenda. That's so crazy. Uh, Mars, what agenda were you pushing today? Um, well, this agenda has been pending for a while. Um, you guys might remember like a few weeks ago now we were talking about playmaking i think the conversation was russell westbrook and chris paul and then someone brought up turnovers for russell westbrook and then i said just like as a off-the-cuff comment when we're talking about playmaking turnovers don't bother me that much and then that clip went on tiktok i got called a casual so then then i said um i'd explain it and um because people seem to just run run with the fact that i said turnovers don't matter and they're irrelevant I, i never said any of that so i guess i'm just trying to clear the air or maybe explain but the re- the reason why I said turnovers when I'm looking at playmaking it's not the be or end or it doesn't matter that much to me is because like like I've like me and Dub have been saying for a very long time on this show now there's context to these stats people look at the box score and they'll look at a player like Russell Westbrook when he was averaging the triple doubles he had 12 assists but he would have five turnovers and then they'd look at a player like a Chris Paul who would have 10 assists, but he'd only have two turnovers. And people with their very surface level of level analysis would then infer that, interpret that as Chris Paul is a better playmaker than Russell Westbrook because he turns the ball over less and he nearly gets as many assists. That's not how, to me, to me, like I like Kendrick, because we have to clear this up. My opinion to me, when we're talking about playmaking, if you are going to create the best opportunities for your team, you are more than likely going to turn the ball over at a higher rate. Because in order for you to either A, find passes that will either create open looks or layups, you are passing the ball through a defense. That pass is going to get intercepted. Or you are going to try and collapse the defense and draw people towards you where you can find open teammates. When you have three, four guys on you, you are going to turn the ball over at a higher rate. That's what happens when you were trying to make high leverage plays. The reason why I think turnovers get slightly overrated is because you have to look at what the play, what the turnover you committed prevented from happening. For example, if someone, someone makes a turnover trying to throw a pass through a whole defense that would have that got a layup if the, pass was, if the pass connected, but he didn't make the pass and it was a turnover. That pass prevented a layup. That was a very high percentage shot that would have happened if it worked. But if you commit a turnover throwing an inbound pass from a timeout, you prevented a possession from happening. You prevented that one possession because the whole possession never happened because you turned the ball over at the start. The value of a layup versus the value of a possession are two very different things. So those turnovers... That's still a possession. Mars, yeah. are you serious yeah. right now? There's a, there's what a I'm, switch. Yes, what, I'm, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is the amount of times that players make those high leverage passes, those layups, the amount of times they work versus the amount of times they don't work, the value of them working, it outweighs the value of the time they didn't work. So even though you're JD, getting did you more proofread turnovers, this? No, this is just me. So even though you're getting <laughs> more turnovers, you are ultimately helping your offense more than if you weren't throwing those passes at all and getting less turnovers. So a player who is a more conservative passer but gets less turnovers, you're not helping the offense like people would believe because you're not creating as many high leverage opportunities those high leverage layup passes that i'm talking about 
would yield if I'm going to get statistical would yield about 1.3, 1.4 points per possession because the layup goes in about 65, 70% of the time. Whereas a turnover that is just an idle pass, you just throw the ball from the top of the key to the wing. That possession is worth about a point, a point per possession. So if you turn the ball over doing those idle passes, no, you never turn the ball over, but you just do idle passes all game, the whole team, and your team gets zero turnovers, on average, you're going to have about 100 points a game. But if you're doing these layup passes, layup pass after layup pass after layup pass, and you still turn the ball over like 30% of the time or 25% of the time, even though you're getting 25 turnovers a game, the overall value of the layups that you are creating from these passes is ultimately better offense than just running an offense where you get no turnovers, but you're also creating no advantages. That's why when I think you look at turnovers, you have to look at what the turnover prevented from happening. If your turnover prevented a high leverage opportunity, a layup, that's ultimately not as bad of a turnover than one that is just a useless turnover of you throwing the ball out of bounds at the start of a possession. Because those turnovers, you're not putting any pressure on the defense. You're still turning the ball over. That's why I say turnovers don't matter that much. But there's also a context to it. Like Russell Westbrook has a bunch of boneheaded turnovers that no one can defend. But a lot of his turnovers come from him trying to make something very valuable happen, which I can look past and understand that's going to happen. Magic Johnson was the same way. Players like John Stockton and Chris Paul, they're more conservative as playmakers. So their turnovers are slightly on the lower side. That doesn't automatically make them better. That, that's all I'm just trying to say. Beautiful monologue, MJ Mars. Look at that sweat Amazing. stain. Oh. That was the nerdiest <laughs> shit I've ever heard, bro. It's hot, motherfucker. Nah, you, Mars, Mars, you gonna, yeah. you gonna, you gonna, you gonna make, you gonna make the viewers dumber listening to shit like that. <laughs> what was dumb about what I said? I didn't. No, no, I didn't. I didn't say what you said was dumb, Mars. It was just extremely wrong. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so Mars, you the viewers got dumber, and, and everybody's trying to improve their hygiene now, thanks to Mars and Dub. I just, I just want to know why I, I said that was complete, I just want to know what was completely wrong. If it's completely wrong, just enlighten me. <laughs> oh my bad. Yeah. So what was if you guys? Are I mean, so what's, mad the, about, what's the what's if the? You guys the, are so <laughs> mad about it. What? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. If you guys are so mad about it, like, what's your like? Why are you mad about? I it? I mean, everyone in the chat is saying it's an L. Like, if you guys could just type in the chat, you have fingers. Just tell me how it's an L, and then I'll address your comments. I'll be fine. I'll tell you, yeah, it was an L. <laughs> it wasn't you. It was the salute. <laughs> <laughs> you bastards. Oh so, Mars, like the when you're looking at playmaking and you're looking at the turnovers, obviously, no stat matters to you because you don't, you know, you've said this before, box score don't matter to you. Um, you're looking at more the advanced statistics. And so, what you, what you are valuing over anything is basically the turnover to assist ratio, right? No, or assist to turnover um, ratio. Okay, I'll, I'll, the, I'll try and explain it again because I don't care about assist to turnover ratio. I, I think I, I understand about, I care what about you're the saying. opportunities you're creating. If you're yep. creating more valuable opportunities, you're going to turn the ball over at a higher I, rate. I understand that. I understand that. But, but the examples that you gave is, you know, a half-court set versus mm-hmm. an out-of-bounds play. Well, I was – well. The example I tried to give, maybe I worded it wrong. If you throw in vanilla, a regular inbound pass and someone intercepts the inbound pass, that you threw away a whole possession. That's what you did. You threw away a whole possession. As, you, as you're throwing away yes, a whole possession, if you yes. pass it like mm-hmm. to your center and that gets yeah, Yes, yes. And it, but for me, if you collapse the defense and try and make a laydown pass, what you did was you prevented that opportunity because the pass didn't work out. 
But that opportunity automatically was more valuable because you already created the whole play except the final part. So that val- that opportunity is more valuable because it's right under the rim, which is about 1.4 points per possession to get mathematical and statistical. Whereas you throw in the interception on the inbound pass, you prevented the possession, but who knows what would have happened on the possession. So all you've done is prevent about a point per possession of happening. Now, if you just threw an inbound pass all game and never turned it over, that's one point per possession on average, each possession. That's 100 points a game. Now, if you were doing the exact same thing, collapsing the defense, trying to throw a laydown pass all game, but you turned to over 25% of the time, but 75% of the time it worked, that's 1.5 or 1.4 points per possession. The times it worked, which is like 1.5 times 75, whatever that is, I'll, I'll do that because I'm the stat guy. So I'll just do some math. <laughs> 1.5 times 75. That's 112 points per game. So you get in 25 turnovers, but because you created more opportunities with those 75, 75 laydown passes, you're getting 112 points versus the person who never turned the ball over. But because they're doing the basic pass and creating no advantages, that's 100 points. So the turnovers didn't make your offense worse. In fact, they made your offense better because you're trying to get better. <laughs> Yo, no, no, that's no. all it is. No that's way. why. I why did I, why did no I always get? Why did no I always get way. benched when I tried to make the tough pass? Dude? It's no, it's no way. We can't. No way. We can't. Wait, we can't do like that. Like I said, like I said, if you get, oh, we there's, there's no, there's, there's, there's no. You you shouldn't. You're too smart to not know why you're wrong, Morris. This doesn't make you, any okay, sense. Okay, if I don't know why you I'm just wrong, said, you just said, in wrong. fact, you just said, in fact, the ton of a major offense better. Come on, bro. Yes. So 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 when you play and like coaches teach you right like just make the easy pass like wh- what is that about then i mean it depends on your role they're not asking someone whose job is to create offense for the whole team to just play simple passes all game because you're not going to create any advantages the whole point of an offense is to create an advantage for your team to score in order to create an advantage you either have to draw defense towards you or you have to throw a pass through a defense both of those things come with the risk of turnovers. That's why the best playmakers also have very high turnover rates. It doesn't make them worse playmakers. So I'm not saying that you get Austin Reeves and you start telling him to do outlandish things. No, because he can't. He doesn't have the ability, nor is he as good enough at drawing the defense to make that worth your while. But if you have players like a LeBron James and Magic Johnson, who are so great at passing and playmaking that they can manipulate a defense and create such valuable opportunities you can overlook the three, four turnovers a game because they're creating so many opportunities that those four turnovers aren't hurting your offense at a rate of someone who's never going to create those opportunities. That's what I'm is saying. It, is, it, is, it hurt, is it hurting your defense if they get the steal and get a fast break layup? Those turnovers where you're giving up fast break layups, they hurt more than ones where you throw the ball out of bounds and then they have to do a whole half-court possession. Yes, that's also I more mean, context. Yeah, obviously. Yes, that's Mars. also more context. That just Mars. goes to my point. There's context behind turnovers. So what you're saying is... That the good outweighs the bad, in a sense. That a yes. guy, a guy is over here doing so much for his team, creating plays for the team, and being the guy who's taking all the responsibility and all the attention on himself and creating passing plays. And some of the bad that comes with that is turnovers. But the fact, of, as if they're creating all of these plays due to their impact, that's why the tur- the the passing of them outweighs the bad of the turnovers. Yes, correct? yes. The the sim- maybe maybe this if this doesn't if you don't if you guys don't understand this i'm talking about the chat not you guys if you guys don't understand this then i don't know what to do the turnovers that you're trading in when you're creating those high leverage plays the lay down passes the layups all those opportunities if no one made those passes all you would be doing is replacing those turnovers with more missed shots 
Because if you're not creating any advantages, your team is just going to take more shots. But because there's no advantages being made, you would be missing more shots. It would be the same exact thing, except you just have a lower field goal percentage instead of low turn instead of high turnovers. It's the exact same thing. You have to create an advantage in order to get easy opportunities. If you're not willing to create an advantage, you'll have less turnovers. You'll have a lower field goal percentage. The offense wouldn't become better due to more due to less turnovers. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Mark, I'm surprised. That. I'm surprised your head ain't bigger with that big ass brain you're hiding in there. I just, I just, if, because people keep telling you, me I'm taking L's. I'm I saying, okay, but, but did look, you say so Westbrook? You can... Did you say Westbrook is a better playmaker than CP3? I said I think you can make the argument. I think Pete Russell Westbrook versus Pete Chris Paul. I think it's a very valid case to make for Russell Westbrook. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna hold you. Pete Russ is different. He always a special place in my heart. But I would okay, still say CP3 though. But if, if so, in, instead of. Turning that, throwing that risky pass, that could be mm -hmm. a turnover. You could always swing the ball and get the, you know, you could swing the ball. You don't have to throw it because there's two defenders. Like, you're not going to look at it like, hey, well, I'm about to throw a turnover, but I tried to make something happen, so that turnover's see, not that the, bad. That's, you're going to swing the ball I, I don't mean, I don't pass. mean just throw the ball between five defenders' hands and then say, oh, well, look, it could have been a layup. No. And what I'm saying is if you draw the defense towards you and you try and find the layup pass, which is obviously the – great high leverage play but you miss throw it it goes out of bounds or it gets intercepted you've clearly made a very high leverage play that didn't work out and more often than not for these high high elite level playmakers as steve nash and magic johnson those passes work out more often than not they just try it so much there's also going to be interceptions i don't know how it works in the nfl but i'm sure guys like patrick mahomes they throw some interceptions i'm sure they do because they try so many elite passes that some of them ain't going to work but you don't care too much because the amount of value they provide from the ones that do work is more valuable than if they never tried any of them. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't, don't do the don't do the football. Don't do the football one. <laughs> yo, yo, yo Morris. The, the interception right, well, is different. It can't. No, the, don't don't compare. What, what I'm what I'm trying to say. Is, <laughs> what I'm trying to say. The throwing interceptions there, is bad. Like no matter what, they they that's, weigh that that's heavily. Fine. That's fine. No, that's fine. What I'm trying to say is the value you get from the amount of high the amount of opportunities you create the turnovers don't outweigh them even if you have more turnovers you're creating so many good opportunities the turnovers don't outweigh that that's all i'm yo, saying if people disagree just tell me why in the chat i'm reading it yo morris um i'm actually going to come to your defense right here even though you didn't come to my defense earlier and maybe this is just me feeling guilty about the whole ticket situation yesterday <laughs> but here's what i'm gonna say is i i do agree with you in the fact that yes you have to you, you don't have to, but in the, in the midst of elite playmakers making those plays, they're going to turn the ball over. So LeBron, in route to him getting 10, 12 assists, he's going to have anywhere from two to four turnovers. It just It's just a part of the game. It happens. But it's not just always in passing, though. That That's what we have to that's get out true. of Yeah, mind. I forgot to uh, say, a turn of, scoring uh, turnovers. It, like it can be scoring turnovers. Fouls, all of them. It, it, shit just happens, bro. Sometimes players players dribble the ball out of bounds. Sometimes, you know, just it, 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 it just happens. It's a part of the game. So that's why I, I agree with you that turnovers are a bit overrated because it, it just happens, especially when you're somebody like Luca, for instance, that has the ball in his hands all game. And he's relied on to score, to pass, to set up the offense, to to do everything. Obviously, he's going to turn the ball over. Dudes are gonna dudes are gonna pick his passes. Dudes are gonna take the ball from him. Luca is just sometimes the ball's just gonna slip out of his hands. That's just the nature of playing basketball. So I mean, I, I agree with that, bro. Turnovers turnovers just happen. They happen. 
All right, let's get off of this turnover topic before I fall asleep. Mr. Rudy Poo said, can't we talk about how bad Ben Simmons looks? I thought he was supposed to be a worldly defender, but he's currently one of the worst in the league. Let's uh, come back to the Ben Simmons topic after I get through these. Bossman Johnson, Bobby must be related to Ticket with his logic. Fawn the <laughs> sauce god, but the more turnovers you get, the more opportunity you give to the other team to score. You get you do the same thing if you miss a shot and they get a rebound. It's the exact same but, thing. But hold on, no Mars, don't do that because now, now that's when it gets nasty. Because would you rather have a shot attempt? And this is this is right. my, as a basketball coach, I always right. tell this mm-hmm. to my players. Yep. Would you rather get a shot attempt? I don't care if it's a half court attempt. Would you rather get a shot attempt, or would you rather get not get a shot attempt? Yep. The name of the game is to score. To me, it, to me, to me, it depends on. To me, it depends on what shot you could have got. If you ask me, Mars, I would take any willing, shot I, over yeah, a turnover. I'm willing shot. to. I'm willing to accept There's, the opportunity to maybe get a layup that didn't work out versus a 35 foot free. To me, mm, but if it's if it's uncontested, you're taking that shot a hundred out of a hundred times. I can get on your side when it's a ill-advised shot, and it's like, hey, we could have got a better shot. But you can't tell me that in a wide open three. How do you create I a wide open three depends. without creating an advantage? I, it's like you guys That's aren't listening. You have yeah. to create an advantage, which comes at the risk of turnovers. My whole point is, if you never create an advantage, you'll never get a turnover, but you will never get these wide open shots you're looking for. That's my whole point. Wide open shots Which, happen all the time. Wide open but, shots come from someone collapsing the defense. No one just leaves someone open for no reason. Sometimes they do. Even, no, with, Ru- even with Russell Westbrook, when the defenders leave him, you know why they leave him? Because they go to double someone in the post. They go to double someone. That's an advantage being created. If you never create an advantage, everyone is being marked. Everyone is being guarded. You need to create an advantage to have an open shot. But that's Mars, that's, that, 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 that's not it though too. You, 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 you got ball movement. You got back cuts, ball movement, people coming off picks. That's not the only way to that's get an open shot. That's, I, that's I, that's I, I agree with you though. I'm just with saying you. ways to create advantages. That's all I'm saying. You need to well, create an advantage. Yeah, but you're saying you you're saying you have to make a difficult pass to create the advantage. No, I'm saying you have to do something to create an advantage. But That's you don't I'm necessarily saying. have to do anything when everyone else is doing all the action, setting screens, blah, blah, blah. You're just holding the ball on the wing. Boom, mm-hmm. kick it to the top off of the... Jay, cut screen. it out. It's like you guys aren't even listening. Y'all look at am it listening. as an I am listening. Y'all look at there, it as there is one... nuance to it. Oh my there God. Is... You, you don't tell agree you. with this. I do agree <laughs> with it. What he's basically saying, but <laughs> you guys are being you. ignorant. No, we are listening. and oblivious to the fact is that you're looking at it as a one-game possession. All right. Uh, a one-time possession. I got a turnover instead of having an open three. That's bad. Which, yes, it is bad. But what Mars is talking about is the grand scheme of things and the grand scheme of basketball. And if you have a guy who is consistently making plays, who's for his team, you're gonna you're gonna over here. You're gonna live with him having all of those turnovers because without that playmaking, without that impact that he's bringing with his playmaking your team overall is going to be a worse version of themselves but and Dub, it, it, you're <laughs> only going to live with those turnovers if he is actually getting those pa- su- enough of those passes through that's, if that's my constantly point that's, that's my point. his point that's, that's his my point, point. i'm you're not, saying, I'm not saying, saying you live with someone who's trash getting nine turnovers no saying you live with these high elite volume playmakers like a Russell Westbrook, like a James Harden, like a Steve Nash, like a LeBron James, like a Magic Johnson. You live with their turnovers. It doesn't matter that they average more turnovers than a John Stockton or a Chris Paul because they're cre- – okay, let me not disrespect John Stockton again before I get hate. <laughs> but for those, for those players, they're creating so many opportunities that are so valuable that the four turnovers they get, it's not hurting the team in any way. I, I agree. With right. I, I, I agree with that. Let's I talk about that. 
Let's talk about Ben Simmons. But before we do that, uh, Robert Pinkney just became a member, subscribed to or joined the This Might Get Nasty tier. So he has access to the This Might Get Nasty content. Uh, shout out to you, Robert Pinkney. Um, all right, let's go back to this. Mr. Rudy Poo, let's talk about how bad Ben Simmons looks. Um, are you guys concerned about Ben Simmons at all? Uh, honestly, Ben Simmons, I am worried about him defensively. He does take too many risks. I don't think he's used to taking on the responsibilities of being this type of defender the same like he did in uh, Philly. I think it's just a different scheme, and he has more responsibilities. I like the way they're using him offensively. They're giving him the ball more in the uh, in the half court, uh, using him sort of like a Draymond Green, setting screens, having the ball in his hands. I think he needs to become more aggressive, especially when he has a, a smaller gun on, on it. Uh, defending him and attack the basket and create opportunities for other guys. Uh, I think the main thing with Ben Simmons is his defense. He needs to be more composed and more uh, just understanding of the role in which he play. What do you mean he has more defensive responsibilities with the Nets than with the Sixers? Because I think that I don't think that he's been asked to be this much of a primary defender the same way in which he's asking on the Nets than the way he asks on the Sixers. Now they're he's asking a primary defender on the on the Sixers. Not not this much and not this frequent. They wasn't no, for. I, I, I think for, I think what you mean though. I think what you mean is he hasn't been asked to be the defensive anchor, like the guy that has to hold the whole defense together. Is that that's that's what you're getting at or not? It's a little bit of both. But his responsibilities of uh, night in and night out basis, guarding the best guy for the whole entire game, being on a Zion, being on a uh, – who was the other guy that he was guarding? I forgot. Uh, John Morant. Durant. Doing that for the whole entirety of the game. That's Dub, something he, that he's he, not he really did that for the Sixers, though. He wasn't I think, I think, I think, the, like I think the difference is that when you – it's different when you go from having Joel Embiid behind you, who's a very good paint presence, to having Nicholas Claxton and Darren Trump. And that's what I was saying. He got to anchor the defense. Like, he has to be the whole defense. That's and the he problem. Just, he, he can't do that. Because they well, don't the, the big men don't know what they're doing. Like uh, if you just look at them in a pick and roll and everything. So y'all telling ben me hold up, yeah. Y'all telling me for the whole like this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying Ben Simmons wasn't guarding them, but I'm saying to the extent of which he's guarding them now, as in he's guarding them way more frequent than what he did on the Sixers, because he could take times off of having a thigh ball on there, having another defender being put on the best guy. Now it's a consistent thing. He has to guard because there's nobody else. He has to guard everybody on the court for the whole duration of the game. I don't think y'all understanding that. He had he wasn't doing that on the Sixers for the whole entirety of the game. For moments, yes, but not for this, not for this long for the whole game, bro. I'm honestly not worried about Ben Simmons at all. Considering the the last season not playing at all and then coming in three games in, you're going to be a little rusty. Yeah, when I I see the Nets, I think obviously Ben needs to, you know, figure some shit out, but I think that's the least of their problems. They have bigger issues, in my opinion. What's the issues? I think they seem like the team that's like, oh, we're better than them, so we're not putting in no effort, for real. Like, I think they got beat to a lot of loose balls. You know what I mean? They don't hustle the way that they need to hustle. I think mm-hmm. I think that they believe KD and Kyrie is enough to overcome anything. You know what I mean? And so that's just what it seemed like to me in the games that I saw them play. And that's just not going to work. 
especially if they're trying to figure out like a new, you know, like a new roster, like a new unit with Ben Simmons in the mix and stuff like that. Obviously, Steve Nash, you know, we, we were heavy, heavily criticizing him last year. He's still there. You know what I mean? Nobody's saying anything about that, you know, uh, but we will, you know, the more games are be, that are being played. I just don't think that's a team that's going to do again, do anything. I do agree. I, I don't think the energy is there like it should be. I think the only guy that I see with that type of energy is Claxton. So I, I could agree with you on that. They do need to get focused. Their rebounding issues is a is a problem as well. I don't see why. Like last game against against the Grizzlies, I'm like you. The 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 height of the guys that you start. You got Ben Simmons. You got Claxton. You got Royce O'Neal and Kevin Durant. I don't I don't see why with a bunch of dudes. Six, Kevin Durant seven, is getting no boards. They don't get boys. Not, not, but why though? <laughs> like, what are you? Are you? Are you because he's not strong, bro. That's why. There's guys who could box him out no, easily. No, so I wouldn't man, say. I wouldn't have a bigger body. Right. So yeah, Nick Claxton is stronger than KD. Nick Claxton stronger than KD. Is Nick Claxton stronger than KD? I think it, so. Yeah. I mean, if you compare, if you compare them two, then it's it's proximity to the hoop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, KD say is that. more on the perimeter than Claxton. Say what? I'm, no, I'm, I'm not asking Claxton, that though. Yeah, he said Dub said he's yeah, not getting rebounds because yeah. he's not strong enough. I'm like, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. Like, if we're talking about, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not a thing. That's really. not what I, mean, I was saying, Ron. I'm saying that some of the times, especially when I see in a situation basketball, there's times where they're getting boxed out, and guys who are bigger than them is boxing them out frequently, getting offensive boards, getting defensive boards, and it, it's a problem. Yes, your size and your strength has a. If a guy who's seven foot with a big body on him, he could box you out easier, and that's a fact. For sure, but bro, it's still really no excuse. Rebounding's all effort. And I'm like, how does y'all play against the, the Memphis Grizzlies, which I do want to talk about this because this was a crazy ass game. But y'all play against the Memphis Grizzlies, and guess who leads you guys in rebounds with eight rebounds? Kyrie Irving. So it's it's something yeah, that's Ka not all Katie's averaging like four right now or something. Which I think is an easy fix because Ron, like you said, you know, rebounding is like the majority. Part of that is effort. You know what I mean? I I mean rebound rebounding is something that KD is capable of. We we know that. We've seen that. But that's what I mean. Like I think they're just they're just mentally not locked in the way they need to be locked in. Yeah. That so so we can say all this about Ben Simmons and shit like that. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? But there are other things that need to happen because if Ben Simmons finally, you know, steps up to the plate and does what he needs to do, they're still going to be asked because nobody else is doing what the fuck they need to do. And in terms of like, you know, Ben Simmons not being a like a fit or this and that or whatever, like I, a, a lot of the issue that I take with Ben is just his, uh, him being so undisciplined on defense. I, I don't think I've seen that before. Like he fouls out pretty much all the time. I don't think I've ever seen that for him like that. Right. Because you can't be a good defender if you're not actually on the court defending, regardless if you have the capability. So, you know, I or am I tripping? He's been fouling out like pretty much every game, right? He, he he's fouled, fouled out, out twice. He's fouled out twice in the first three games. Yeah, so pretty much every game. <laughs> yeah, you know. Ron, and it was such a nasty context spend to say Kyrie Irving led the team in rebounding with eight rebounds. Let's not act as if there's some times where Luka Doncic is leading the league in rebounding or other guys is leading. But Luka's six eight. Russell Westbrook was leading. Like, listen, Russell not Westbrook is an anomaly. No Russell Westbrook is an anomaly. Oh my god, there's plenty. That Josh Hart, Josh Hart had 14 rebounds. 
Okay. Joshua's a crazy good rebounder. He is. It's no, wild, Josh, but like Josh it's Hart. just it's just a weird like it's just my bad. Like, Josh. It's not, not really me. effort. It's more of a in, it's more of an incapability of yeah, being weird. bigger on the court, bro. It's That's all effort. It's I mean no, some of that is true. Have you watched proximity, the games? No, proximity is true. Proximity is true. Having height is true, but a lot of it is effort. The reason why Josh Hart and games? Russell Westbrook get them rebounds. Is because they're actively pursuing those rebounds. But, uh, have so you how, mu- how much of rebounding is skill to you? How much of rebounding is skill? I part of, it's it's partially skill. I, I never would really say viewed 60, rebounding. 40. It's mainly. I, I, it's I never mainly really viewed it as a skill. Bro. Dennis Rodman really broke down the art of rebounding. And I was like, hmm, okay, I guess you can watch the trajectory. That's a skillful that. rebounder, but now you comparing yeah. the unicorn. You know what I'm saying? To exactly, field. exactly. Yeah, no, but I'd, sure. I'd say I to me, Josh Hart is a very skilled rebounder to me. Like he just seems to know where the ball is gonna land. Yeah, it's not like he's just out jumping. That's skill it's, for sure. That's skill. Yeah. The same with timing and everything. Like you yep. have to, because you can uh, you can see where the ball is going. But yep. you know, if you don't have the timing for it, especially at, at the size of a Josh Hart, you may not be able to get that rebound. You know what I mean? So yeah, like KD to me has never really been much of a rebounder. Most of his rebounds, if you look at them, there's long rebounds off long. They shots come to that, him. That, yeah, it's not like he's just there grabbing rebounds like. But to me, yes, but but to that point, I think that that highlights the fact that it's effort because if rebounds are coming to him throughout his career, right, and he just picks them up or whatever, why are they now not coming to him randomly? That's impossible. So it's just him actually making an effort to step towards the ball once it comes to him, you know what I mean, or jump, you know what I mean, challenge the guy that's, you know, in his vicinity that, you know, wants to grab the, the rebound. Well, now, I, do, I do think apart, they have played some of the best rebounding teams in the NBA. They played the Pelicans, who are one of the best rebounding teams with Zion and Valanciunas. Then they played Memphis with Steven Adams. So they have, it's been kind of tough for them. They played some yeah, of the they, best rebounding been, teams who are going yeah, to crash the offensive class. They've been in unfavorable matchups. So it's like you guys, you guys are complaining about rebounding and saying, oh, it's effort this, effort that. March has highlighted it perfectly. They're going up against guys who are better rebounders than them. They're bigger bodies. Steven Adams had like 13 boards. It's not all effort. Like, I say, if that's why I say, if you didn't watch the games, just say that because I seen Claxton and those guys. Literally, <laughs> Bro, you didn't watch the fucking game. You're like, yes, Mars, tell him. I did. Mars, I did watch the game. And I was, no, no, you're wrong. I did watch the game. What you guys are saying is just nothing but because I see these guys trying to grab a fucking rebound. They are incapable of boxing those guys out because they're smaller than them. That's what you guys aren't highlighting. So yeah, I will that go bullshit, back and rewatch that game because I did watch bits and pieces it. of it. I'll go back and rewatch that game and I swear on everything that I would not see KD in there wrestling with Steven Adams talk, trying to get a rebound. I'm not, I'm not talking about KD. I'm talking about the team in the, as a whole. A class no, that's what, that's what Box guys are for. fighting for a board. That's, that's they what can't box out. Look, look, that's why that's what boxing out is for, because boxing out gives the smaller guy a chance to get a rebound against a bigger guy, because if everybody's just jumping up for the ball, the most the most athletic or the bigger guy is going to get the board. So that's why when you when you're six, five and you're here and it's a six, nine guy, you got to work early, go get your body on him early and then push him out, drive your butt into him, back him out. That's what that's what boxing out is all about. So you can't just say, oh, they're bigger than us. OK, then go sit down. They're bigger than them. They're better rebounding. Steven Adams made his bread and butter off of rebounding that's the ball better then, than that's, Claxton, that's, bro. That's, 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 they're just better. You guys are giving this. You I'll give you giving this. Adams. You guys, I'm, I'm saying, all, you guys are saying all this. You guys are saying all this effort, bro. Bro, these guys are just better. Like, they're just better. And you guys are complaining about it. No, you got you got you can't you can't be soft and rebound. 
You can't be lazy and rebound. You just gotta, you just gotta Listen, try. Listen, I'm fucking five stuff. six. If you're six foot, I could try my you're best, bro. bro. I can't. I, I can't. I, go, used, I, can't I used to bro. get so pissed off at Shaq for not boxing out when we were playing together because he would just try and out jump everyone, and we, I couldn't tell you how many times they would just fall into people's laps because he would just stare right. there, stand there and watch. Oh, you bozo. Anyway, moving on. Robert Pinkney sent to Super Chat said, who's the bigger disappointment as of right now, Timberwolves or Sixers? I got Wolves. I don't know if the the Wolves are capable of disappointing. Yeah. No, they've, Wolves, they've disappointed. They, they, they look a little closer to themselves than the 76ers do. Right, if you look at the 76ers and you're kind of like, I know you're, you guys are going to turn this around. When you look at the Wolves, you're like, this might really be who you guys might be. This might really be your identity. Hmm. Mm. Bobby, I, the Wolves are gonna be better than the Mavs, so I I think I think the Wolves are gonna are not as this. I think the six are more disappointing just because the Wolves are putting together a whole new thing. Like they got they're trying the twin tower thing, so they got to work that out and just watch some film, figure it out their their rotations and whatnot. So I'll say the sixes are disappointing just because you know they got James Harden and Joel, so they're supposed to be. I think the Wolves. Oh my bad, you go ahead. Uh, I mean, if you're saying that the Sixers are more disappointing because, you know, the expectation was higher, then I'm not going to argue with, with you. But down the line of the season, the Sixers are going to do better than the than the Wolves. I and I think, I think we're going to see them, the Wolves, that is, not meshing well. I think there's already some riff happening, especially with Rudy Gobert liking that tweet. You know what I mean? Cat talking about eating Popeye's chicken. And, that was you know, so him not liking it. Like, it's just a bunch of shit that they're focusing on that doesn't need to be focused on. Oh, I don't know why that cat thing got taken so out of context. Because it's cat. Because it's cat. I think there's a time and place for it. There's number one, there's a time and place for those comments, even if they're true. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's, it's cat. Like, but what, what has he cat? done to Luka Doncic will right? wolf down five double but cheeseburgers cat, and go but, give you four. But what Cat was saying, which is why it got taken so out of context, because he's seeing Ed Edwards taking the blame for a lot. And Cat was just saying, well, I'm not doing my job and being a mentor and him mm-hmm. being, being playing back-to-back games. I'm Bro, not, nobody well, I'm not being to be no fucking mentor. But that's what he but was doing. Like, stop, stop, stop. You're always like, yeah, but that's what I think that's why. You being selective listener right now. Wow, bro! This is what this is what Carl Anthony Town said. He said, well, right. and I said nobody's looking at him like, and nobody's looking at him well, like that. So for him oh, to say that oh. is disrespectful. Like I blow. How is it disrespectful? Not, He's holding not, himself to that no, standard. I'm saying, no, I can't I'm hold saying, myself to that standard. Not, nobody shut, else is looking at him. Let's go. You looking? You coming crazy for no reason, bro? No, Sam, fam. What are you talking about? Me being selective in, in my hearing, bro? You're not even paying attention to what the fuck I'm saying, bro. What? What? I like. I like. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, you muted him. You muted him. You muted him. Uh, what happened? The audio cut off. <laughs> what happened? What? No way. I didn't mute him. What happened? His, his, his mic must unplugged. He must oh, Dub, your ass just got saved. I was ready for Ooh. it, bro. Was... Listen, man, what I'm saying is this, man. If Anthony, Dave, uh, Anthony Edwards, right? Is sitting there minding his fucking business, book. eating his Popeye's chicken, right? And somebody like like Cap comes along, right, and says all this and that, whatever. Or I'm not doing the fucking job of being a mentor and shit. What makes you think that Ant is not going to be like, bro? Who you trying to little bro? Like, why the fuck are you talking to everybody? Like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be his mentor, bro. What makes you think that you my fucking mentor? What makes you think that you my vet? 
Especially well, with all the shit that you haven't done. Okay. You was the one that's fucking calling him a loser and all this other shit that he hasn't done shit. What makes you think that Ed Edwards, who has superstar potential, right, who is on the incline, right, is going to be looking at Cat in, in, in that way? Would you like, agree that? What, what, would you agree what, that there's? Would you agree that there's some better players that take on a a, a little brother? Role yes, to other but best, it's not right? Cat. Hold up, hold up. In, let me in, let me finish my is, point Kat, because you're saying that you're place. saying that you're saying that off of your own opinions and no facts. That's what you're saying it because it could you be have whole, the same fucking opinions, yes, bro. It's you're an opinion. It's an opinion. It's on the other side. So don't sit here and say it's crazy to say that Cat could be a mentor when he's the guy who's been in the league longer. He's been a guy who's been established for his career. Hold up, you talk now. It's my turn. You just talk now. It's my turn. Nobody gonna be paying attention to you like that. Call Anthony because Anthony Edwards. Maybe he could be a little brother to Cat. Maybe that is the case. You don't know that. I don't know that either. But due to the words of which Carl Anthony was saying, it seems like the relationship is, yes, I am the vet to uh, Anthony it Edwards, and I should be doing opinion. my job. You're assuming, too. That's all we're doing. That's all what you're doing, too. And so why are you getting so back out of shape, bro? You fucking came at me Because I'm disagreeing with you on the debate show. We're supposed to be arguing, you know? We can't have the same point. We want me to have the same point as you. You mad? You mad because I have a different Mad at what, bro? You mad? That's what you mad about. That's what you mad about. Get out of here, bro. Get you're mad here, about because I have a different Dub, stance as you. you so let me talking. finish my you point. Let me talking, finish my man. point before you rebuttal something. All I'm saying is, Carl Anthony Towns talking about that Popeye's chicken. When you listen to the whole thing he was saying, he said they heard Anthony Edwards taking the blame back-to-back games and playing poorly. So Cat was like, you know what? No, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some of the blame on me. I'm gonna say, no, I'm not doing my job of being a mentor, coaching him on how to treat his body right. And some of that was a Popeye's chicken. Anthony Edwards probably didn't even think anything of it, but the masses like you, the NBA community is like you, is taking this way out of context because what Carl Anthony Towns was trying to do was trying to put the blame on himself so that blame could get off of Anthony Edwards because he don't think he's doing a job of being a mentor to Anthony Edwards. That's what happened. That's my interpretation of it. Good job. Thank you very much. Good job. Duh. Salute Anger Euro unlocked. <laughs> salute, duh. This shit is nah, crazy. salute another another hand. It's been another minute. hand. It's been a minute. It's been I can't do that. <laughs> Yo. Oh my God, bro. Wow. That was incredible. Oh, um, man. If you have not already liked the video, like the video, hit that subscribe button. Dub, do you have any final, uh, final words? Yo, I love you. I'm always an angry Euro stepper. I'm love you. <laughs> <laughs> Euro, any final words? Um, follow me on Twitter at Euron Hezzy. And follow, follow Dub too at Dub in there. Follow all of us Twitter, on Twitter. That I might throw Twitter. some shots at him today. You guys need you guys need to bully L Ron into uh getting on hopping on Twitter so he can participate in the I, the I, to, I told y'all give me a handle, but then y'all was just in the in the chat trolling, so we'll see. The Don Ron the Don, dude. I'm pretty sure that's taken, but we'll work on some. Mars, final words. Um open gym Friday. Open gym Friday, gridiron tonight, fluent and chill tomorrow. Uh <clears throat> Bob. Final words. Um yeah, I got some final words from uh, Confucius. If you're the smartest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. Damn, I'm in the wrong room. All right, I'll see myself out. Uh... <laughs> that means every room should be empty. 
Don't argue with Confucius, Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marsh, you all got to debate everybody. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, Mars debating and whatnot, uh, rumor has it that Mars may be seeing Ticket on a Thursday night special or a, a, a Thanksgiving special, if you will, sometime next month. Let's keep your eyes out for that. Heat. Uh, and uh, we on a, also, out, sorry, JD. Um, you also, keep your eye out for more We're Not the Same episodes, man. Uh, check out the most recent one with Craig Hodges, too. I think he dropped some major gems. Um, yeah, interview was fire. Best mm, We Are yeah. Not the Same uh, interview yet. Um, Van, Yo, you do an amazing job on that, I would like to say. Yeah, Appreciate bro, it, man. It is heat. Van, Vaughn, Yo, Giovanni, DJ Khaled. What happened nah, to all Shaq? It's all Shaq. Love. Hey, Shaq's still here, bro. We got so much stuff going on, chat. Like, it's insane. So Who don't knows? you guys worry. Come Thanksgiving, Shaq might be battling somebody. It might it might be, you know, Shaq versus, uh, versus JD. Never know. Bro, I will not be there. I'm sorry. Like, what, what am I going to say? I find, it gonna... funny how, I find it funny how everyone gets mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I just bring that character out it's of a... people. Dubaholic in you. All right, make make sure you like, comment, subscribe, do all the things. We will see you on Sunday. Make sure you tune into Gridiron tonight. Peace out. Yo, Robert Pinkney with the last super chat. Ticket was getting pressed by a 15-year-old. Crazy. Yo, you guys calling Mars a 15-year-old is disgusting. All right, we'll see you on Sunday. 15 years old. What?